Fed Jews. All I'm doing is contemplating the ifs. I don't want to hear about no motherfucking ifs. All I want to hear from your ass is, you ain't got no problem, Jules. I'm on the motherfucker. Go back in there, chill them niggas out, and wait for the cavalry, which should be coming directly. You ain't got no problem, Jules. I'm on the motherfucker. Go back in there and chill them niggas out, and wait for the wolf, which should be coming directly. You sending the wolf? Oh, you feel better, motherfucker? Shit, Negro. That's all you had to say. Valley Bros Podcast, episode 74. Happy Friday. Let's go. Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. We gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. G. Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. You cut that shit off before my favorite part. That joint amps the fuck up for real. <laughs> now nah, look, listen to this part real quick. I got you. Nigga, what you call that? I'm gonna go back. We on bitch three for ten. I'm fucking up the streets again. Go forward a little bit, sorry. That chicken pot type symptom. Sad day had his old family sick and trying to state the facts. We don't care if the election black. We got a strap. Gangsta shit. You and me if I broke a rich, I got a bitch. God, that sounds fire. Man, when I said Cynthia, you was like, I'm telling you, man. That's Gangsta by Schoolboy Q from his Oxymoron album. Shout out. That was a fire album. That's the one that had collard greens. Collard greens. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, wait. You got dropped? Oh, yeah. Let's run right into the drop. That was also a scene from a. If you, know, if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction, come on now. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies ever. That just made me... That just Winston ignited the, wolf. the... That just put the engine in my back to go back and rewatch that. Ooh, the world? There we go. Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 74. 
and we just struggled to find <laughs> 74. <laughs> Michael, what episode? Well, ain't, Michael, his, ain't, his last, ain't his number 74? Blindside. I think he was number 74. Yeah, he was 74. Well, see, he was 74 in college. He was 74 at the Ravens. That's all that matters. Nigga yeah. was 73 when he went to the Carolina Panthers. Shout out, Michael. <laughs> and I thought he was 73. When he, oh, see, he was. Wow, I'm a big fan like shit. No bull. Because last year, last week, I thought you was going to say Michael Orr. This week, it's Michael Orr. Do y'all not know who that is? A Super Bowl champ. Did y'all not see his life story? Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> but um, remember that movie with, his, with the, the scene with his little brother? Like, and they crashed, and he put, he put his arm there, and he was, his arm was basically the seatbelt, and his arm was fucked up. Let's keep it 100. The nigga in Blindside was weird as shit. Michael or the real one looks like a real nigga. The nigga in the movie, Terrence, big jelly bean, soft nigga in the movie, he looked real surprised at everything. We're going to cut the N-word out. All right, bet you're right. Hey, look, what's the difference between Blindside and Big Hero 6? Nothing. All right, bet, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. First of all, it's a big difference. Baymax was a fucking blow up thing that befriended a little boy. Blindside is about a black dude who was basically homeless that was taken in by. A I'm not shitting on Michael Orr's real life. I'm talking about the. You're movie. talking about the, this man's the real way they life. They use him in the movie though. In the movie, why they make him seem like a just a. Y'all, you should have said, movie. "What's the difference between?" I'm not even gonna say. <laughs> not even gonna say. Cause I'm not even gonna say. I don't know what, what this what nigga's this? on today. Maybe I'm on something. But yo, 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 what's up, y'all? It's episode 74. Um, we're in the middle of November now. Well, it's not the middle of November, but it's the we are recording on the 10th. On the 10th, Getting yes. at it early a little bit. It's Wednesday. For sure. um, I'm going to just start this with some Thanksgiving prep because, y'all, we got Thanksgiving coming up in less than 20 days. Don't go to your events empty-handed. Show up with a dish. We're not doing this bullshit where you just show up with your forks and knives and ready to eat. And they, people don't even bring their forks and knives. People don't even bring their forks and knives. Where the silverware Where the spoons at? <laughs> hey, look. And look. I'm not speaking for my family. I'm just speaking for, for most of y'all. Because, you know, with family, everybody's welcome. And you don't got to bring shit. But I think it will be in better taste, y'all, if we start bringing dishes to Thanksgiving. Because I want y'all to think about something. In 30 years, what if you're still here? I know this is going to be weird to hear, but, like, it's real shit. In 35 years, you're still going to be here. And honestly, that might be a fucked up reality for you. Because for real, for real, I don't know about you, Terrell. Don't you sometimes feel like you're not going to be here? When? In 35 years. Like, it's unreal. I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes it's a little unreal to think about the fact that I'm going to have a kid one day. I'm going to be... Uh, a parent to somebody one day. I'm going to have a... Think about yourself. You're going to one day be standing up at the altar and your girl going to be coming down the aisle and you're literally getting ready to just do that part of your life. And you're going to be like, damn, all I've been through. I told you, yeah. People wait People wait their whole life for a moment and then it's tomorrow. Right. That's one of my favorite quotes. Now, just to kind of curve back to what I was talking about, bring a dish. Your motherfucking ass is going to be going to Thanksgiving for the next 30 years. So do you want to just show up with nothing the next 30 years? Or do you want to kind of build a rep? Now we can start building a reputation for ourselves. Like, how about you bring uh, your own apple pie? And now every Thanksgiving, we're not looking forward to just you. We're looking forward to you and then that apple pie that, that you make. That's how I start. Yeah. It, it, like, because my thing is, like, our parents not going to be around forever. And they should also not have to cook forever. Because I know right. my granny don't really cook too much for Thanksgiving no more. It's 
her kids. So when do we take that over? I'm thinking it starts now. Look, Terrell, what, I'm bringing, up, what I'm bringing for Thanksgiving, let them know. Terrence is doing the fried chicken. And if you know, if, if you saw the very first video we ever put on the internet on the Mallory Bros page, what, was I, what one, was I doing? Vlog one, he was making chicken. Come on, man. But, hey, look, I told him, you're, you're overtaking the chicken at the black event? Yes, I am. Okay. There will be a vlog. I'm not saying that there won't be. He's looking at me like I'm... All right, baby, you're right. I'll get we it did you. that whole... We still got wedding footage from... Uh, Terrell, just shut the fuck up about the vlog <laughs> when we on the podcast. Shut the fuck up. Y'all shut see the how the fuck nigga up. shaking in his boots? It's not shaking in my boots, but it's like, why the fuck... Why bring it up like... You're like the dude on the... Uh, you bringing up shit like it ain't both our baggage. This is like one of them cases. Like it ain't both of our baggage. Why you put out both our baggage out on the table? Nah, you shaking like one of them niggas on the first... Not first 48, but them, remember them, you know, them YouTube videos we watched? Look. We already know what you've done. This time, you're not going home. You're not going home tonight. You're going to go to jail. But you can make this Look, easier for yourself if you just tell us what happened. <laughs> I swear to God, we was only. <laughs> oh, by like, the way, my man Michael or official. Thought I was gonna, you thought I was going to sway him? Right. You thought that was going to sway me because I was with that family? <laughs> <laughs> I know what my heart knows is true. <laughs> All right, bet. We got a lot to get to and not a lot of time, y'all. Look, only a 30-minute podcast today. People will be like, what? Only a 25-minute <laughs> NFL pick. About to start doing Insecure episode length podcast. <laughs> Speaking of Insecure, I caught up on Insecure, y'all. And I will say just one thing to say about catching up on Insecure. I, do felt, I did feel like I enjoyed binging those three episodes more than I would have if I would have had to wait for each of them on a week-to-week basis. Oh, yeah. I'm about but to just wait. That let me know, like, all right, bet this not. I would have had a completely different opinion on those first three episodes had I had to wait week after week. But to watch them all back to back, I can't I honestly admit I, I enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward to the next one. to watch that joint. And if you're watching it, look, the Lawrence situation with the with the baby. My God. That's the situation I never want to deal with. But anyway. All right, bet. Um, damn, like I was saying, we got a lot to get to, a lot to get to, a lot to get to. Uh damn, we was getting ready to say something. Was we? I'm sorry. Nah, you just said something about the podcast. All right, bet. So, where do we start? It's got to start with uh, Astro Fest. Oh, Astro World. Yeah. All right, Astro um, Fest. Astro Fest. I thought it was called Astro Fest. I, I guess people was just calling it that for the Astro World Festival. Astro World Festival. Okay. Yeah. Damn. But um, it's no secret. At this at at this point, it's it happened. It's crazy. We were just talking about how we started the last podcast with. Uh, the Travis Scott. Yep. And that same night or that next day, we put out the, uh, on the Patreon, we put out the Escape Plan Mafia reaction. And it's like, damn, we were just fresh off of some Travis. Yeah. Like just on a Travis high kind of. Yeah. Right. For this to, for this to happen. So basically in short, everybody already knows the World Festival happened. Eight people died. Um, at the festival. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately for sure. I'm just saying because everybody already knows. But um, between the ages of 14 and 27 are the ages of the people that died. Uh, it was about a 50,000 crowd, about 50,000 people in attendance or something like that. Um, and people were crushed uh, and trampled. Damn, like y'all. That. So and that's were, us. That's us. 14 through 27, that's our age group. Yeah. That's the fact. Like, you know, that's not adults. Those are essentially all kids for real. 
Even 27. And 14 through 27 was the ages of the people that died. Pretty yeah. sure there it kids. was. They said they were like people that were, they were like kids there between the ages of like there's a nine, 10. Yeah, there's a nine-year-old boy in a, in a coma because he fell from his dad's arms. His dad had him on a, his arms like that. At Astroworld? At, at the Astroworld Festival. And he fell and got trampled. He's in a coma. Damn. It's fucked up. Look, but he's only nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, sad as fuck. Um, I think the biggest thing in this whole story is everybody's talking about whose fault is it or who to blame. And I think we should start this whole thing by prefacing the fact that people lost lives. Mm-hmm. And so, like, for me, I look at it that way. So people died, so there has to be accountability. And so I think accountability is the biggest word that is escaping a lot of people takes. I've yeah. seen everybody's take. I've seen everybody's take, listen to everybody's podcast. Um, and I think account of the a lot of people are coming across like fans to me first. Y'all are coming across as fans first as opposed to trying to all right, let me can I just yeah. I'll just say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be super long winded, bro. But I will say this. I wrote say right. your piece on the on the page. <laughs> Try to be slick. All right, bet. Too. Let me just get my. Let me just get this off. Um, a lot of people are acting like fans, and I come from my background is all based in leadership and accountability and business ownership. So for me, and that's when I was working my job. Y'all know I literally just left my job, but uh, to to be a like my favorite, I'll start this with like Jay's my favorite one of my favorite Jay Z lines in um the Carter's album where he said, Everybody's bosses till it's time to pay for the losses, till them invoices separate the men from the boys. I saw a lot of people on Twitter acting like boys and not acting like men behind the situation. And so I am not here to blame Travis or to say this is Travis's fault. But what I am here to do is to say that Travis Scott is accountable or should be or is responsible for the event. It's your event. Like this, this is your this is your your thing. Right. No matter who you partner with, no matter what, anybody that this is not. I, this is what I was telling people. It's not. And you can chime in whenever. No, no, you, you, I'm listening. It's not. Um. The event was hosted by Live Nation, right? Yeah. But this is not Rolling Loud invites you out and you're just performing. Or this is not the whatever Source Festival or, or Coachella and you just got invited as a, as a, a headline. This, your, this is your show. Right. That little 56-page plan that everybody was trying to put out to try and fucking sway. That plan at the very first page says World Festival is owned by Travis Scott has been operating since 2018. And so the reason why I say that is because it's not to, I'm, I would never, I wouldn't blame Travis for the deaths. Right. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame him for the deaths, but you're 100% responsible. This is your, this is your shit. And to me, you can't, it's like you can't take accountability away from Travis Scott because at the end of the day, you curated this whole shit. You curated this culture of 
you you curated this culture of raging of um this mosh pit not even just mosh pits and raging but destroying shit hopping the gates think right. about think about um I, we were, I was just listening to Sickle Mode where he was like, uh, uh, spit this in with all my ice on in the booth at the gate outside. When they out front, they get me loose. Like, he's always talked about this, this passion, which is completely fine. But this is a moment where the shit got a little bit ridiculous. Right. Not even a little bit ridiculous. A lot of bit ridiculous because eight people died. The, the idea that Oh, Travis Scott didn't have authority to stop the show? That was a lie. That 56-page plan was put out for the staff. That was a staff plan. A lot of people aren't, have never been a part of production and don't understand that. But there's, of course, an overview. There's, of course, a plan that they go over with Travis Scott's team, which should include Travis. And I'm not saying Travis was supposed to be in the room like, hey, this ain't enough security guards. Right. But at the end of the day, it's your show. So my only if, yeah, cause like it's, that's like saying Beyonce can't just stop the show. Um, yes, the fuck yes, she the can. Fuck they can. It's hers. And I'm shutting this whole shit down. Right. We're not doing it no more. And and this is what and that's why and that's why I'll preface it. We me and Terrence have too much experience with this shit. Going back to college when we went to the Beyonce uh, on the run tour. Yeah, when we went to the on the run tour too, and we got to speak with 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 Steve and all of the people that put it together. They was working for Beyonce at the end of the day. They right. were at her dime. This shit is all behind Travis. It ain't like Live Nation was like, hey, we putting this on for you, Travis, so you better do what the fuck we say. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know how much money I'm bringing y'all? I can do what the fuck I want. Not saying that he could see everything yeah. because there's a bunch of variables. He couldn't see maybe or anybody can say any of that. My biggest issue with this whole shit is how Travis Scott responded after the deaths. That was where I had my issue. And I think, I think it's not necessarily Travis Scott's fault for the deaths. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not calling Travis Scott a murderer, but there's accountability on your hands that you have to take. Like if, if you put people in an environment where people get killed, you have to take some accountability for that. Like if you're a nigga that throws a house party and there's mad people in there, niggas show up, niggas start shooting. Are you responsible for niggas dying? No. But you do have accountability in the event getting out of hand. Like how are niggas, right. or you know what I'm saying? You you have to take accountability in the fact that your event got out of hand. Because for real, for real, you would take accountability for the wins. So right. you have to take accountability for the losses. When we see the roller coaster and the, the beautiful shit outside, that I'm sure it's a big team of people putting this together. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? When we look around and say, damn, look at the artwork that Travis chose for this. Look at the merchant. Look at, look at this extravagant ass event right we give travis scott all of the credit we don't say yo travis scott's team is killing it we don't say yo live nation put on a great show we'll be like travis scott is doing his fucking thing yo that travis scott look at what he did exactly so and that's where in a way. sense where yeah in a sense where there's been eight people pass away at your event is it are we calling travis scott a murderer absolutely not but you definitely have to take a certain sense of accountability for this right and my thing is if I remember when Travis Scott put out that documentary on Netflix, mm -hmm. which was dope. People were, there was an argument over Travis Scott's superstardom, right? Or his, the level of, of how big he was. And that's where I go back to that everybody bosses till it's time to pay for the losses. I put that right on the fans too because I remember you niggas on Twitter saying, 
There was people that was like, Travis Scott is still a mid-tier artist. Or Travis Scott is still a still a this level artist. People was like, "What? Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's he's a he's a boss. He has his own this. He got his own that. He's got Cactus Jack now. He's got this Astro World. That's all Nike. he is." Y'all talking all that boss talk. Now, when there's real losses, that's why I say everybody bosses to the time pay for the loss to the losses. Now y'all want to say, "Oh, he's just an artist. Oh, he he's just." But and and one of the things that they were saying was, if if it was your kid or your brother, right. Or your little your little brother that's fourteen that went to the Astro World concert and died, and you saw the response from Travis Scott, would you be okay with it? Because and, and I guess we could just skip to that, like the, uh, the apology video, and and um, I just I didn't like it. I thought it was I my the, I have no reason I have no issue with I'm not even going to take the route of how everybody was saying it's um he was fake sad or whatever could have been could not have been. We don't know Travis like that, so I can't. Who am I to say he wasn't really distraught? What I will say is he didn't take ownership. Well, I've seen no ownership from Travis Scott behind this whole shit. It's been we working with the authorities. I'm devastated. All right, Cooper, where's the where where are you holding yourself accountable? Even and that's the thing. That's why I always go back to my background. It was some shit like y'all know I was trying to get my own box at one point, and everybody knows this. And what does that mean? Because some people don't know what get your own box means. Get my own store. When I was working for Best Buy, I was trying to get my own store. Meaning you was going to be a GM. Bet. But everybody knows, because you can you know, people yeah, would people will think, like, how does he go and get a... <laughs> but yeah, everybody knows that if some shit happened in your box, if something happened in your store, like somebody fall off a damn top rack of a, the fucking in the back, crack their head open, you know who fault that is? GM. They put that shit on you. Can you say... I wasn't back there and see the motherfuckers fall. I didn't see him fall off. I don't know why he was up there. No, but you put everybody in place. This your, why is this happening in your space? In your space. That you see what I said? That, I said if you bring people if 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 you bring people in together, you're you're bringing people together. You have to take responsibility for if something happens to them cuz right. you're bringing them together. As GM, you're responsible for exactly. everybody's job in this building. And that this is what I want you to think about. When you think about when you take it back to that level, and what we used to always talk about is the culture you created. So if you got a toxic ass, you got a bunch of toxic motherfuckers in here, it's because you created this space. Yeah. And so for me, for Travis Scott, we done had Rolling Loud this year. We had plenty festivals and concerts where there was 50,000 people. Wouldn't eight, nine, ten people dying. You're right. This is a Travis Scott. That's why I said he's not accountable for the deaths. But you have to own this culture that you created. And this is the thing. Y'all might not agree now, but watch the next Travis Scott concert that you see. When all of this shit, when all of the smoke clears behind this and Travis Scott is able to start doing shows again, watch what it look like. You think it's going to look more... Oh, it's going to be way more control. Well, he has it's no choice, though. Or that, but that's what I'm saying. People always wait for the... The worst, the the worst, worst shit to happen to happen before changing it. Because you... I don't know if it's true or not, but they said the police chief came to Travis Scott's team and said, we don't know, because they were trying to put that shit on the, on the police staff. And the police chief came out and was like, we came to them and said it, wasn't, it didn't feel safe or that we felt like we wanted more, more guys on there. But that, that, they, a lot of people were saying that the police chief That's was just kinda, trying to... You're trying to look out for yourself, y'all like... Yeah. But, I feel like it's totally also possible to have underestimated things. For sure. You know? And it's not to say that Instead it's all Instead of saying, purpose. like, 
fuck it, they'll be straight. Right. I don't think they estimated, but then again, when you're dealing with something like this, it's hard to get that off. The maybe they underestimated this because it's for real, for real. Like this is one of the biggest artists in the world, one of the biggest events. Why are we underestimating this? Like, and when you look at the footage, it just looks really bad. It looks like damn. Like, mm-hmm. I was getting real fry festival vibes from the whole thing. Like. Remember, where you just watch them where you're just watching from, everybody wonder what's going on, and there's no real staff here. Remember, if y'all seen that Fry Festival documentary, it was like there was not even really people that worked there. They were just it out there. It was just people for, out there doing whatever the fuck they wanted. Mm-hmm. When you see that video of Travis Scott, that was a video that fucked me up, where he was like, hold up, it's an ambulance. I don't know what concert I would go to. I guess maybe the Travis Scott one, where there's an ambulance in the audience, and that's fine. There's an ambulance? Imagine you go to a basketball game, and somebody needs an ambulance. They would stop the game. They wouldn't keep playing the... Bradley Bill wouldn't be looking at a timeout like, damn, there's an ambulance up there. But make sure you cut to the basket when we get to the... You know what I'm saying? Like, the game stops. A football game. Football game. Like, uh, you're right. Anything. Mm -hmm. That's... I think People were saying, look, there's always medical staff. There's always ambulance at concerts. And it's oh, like, is there? There was not in the one crowd ambulance for niggas to stand in. on top of. But this is the shit that Travis Scott and them, they thought they made that shit cool. And one of the things that they were saying on Twitter, look at the promo for Astro World. What do you see in the video? What do you see in the promo for a Astro World festival is coming? Do you know what you see in the promo? Motherfuckers passing out. Motherfuckers jumping gates. So it's like. This is I the, don't look at it as I mean this is my thing. It's the it's, it's, a, not, it's a culture I'm that not, gets, yeah. I'm not even shitting on the culture that he built because for real for it's a real culture. But that's the reason. No, but this is my thing. I'm not shitting on that culture. I just felt like when you have to have the materials and the staffing and the preparation to have that. But I felt like Travis Scott has had plenty of concerts. Who are we to say uh Everything that he's been doing is wrong. Nah, he's been doing this. This one went bad. This is the what year he's done this? Uh, 18, so 19, 20, 21. Third, third year. So, like, he's done this, and it went fine. And, it's, and his shit is all about everybody fucking shit up. That's my career. We're not about to shit, sit here and shit on Travis Scott like what he's always done has been a problem. And I'm not this doing it. I'm just saying it's... This, this is, event went left, and Travis does have to take responsibility for it the same way anybody would. Right. But I don't want to sh- make it look like we're shitting on that rage culture because, for real, for real, that is what this festival is about. It is about mosh pit. It is about rage. It is about having a good time. It is about Jolly getting fucked up. This one went too far. That's, I think that's all this is. Everybody trying to figure out who's But that culture, is. that culture is the reason why people end up dying. That that going too far and not getting a hold of it and not really reacting when you see an ambulance and, oh, fuck it. Oh, he passed out. Just go ahead and crowd surf him back, which isn't that isn't uncommon to anybody. Dad told me when he was when they used to go to Funkadelic concerts, he said it was so much weed smoke. People were smoking everything that people would pass out and we would just crowd surf him back to the back. And he said, so that's not uncommon. It's not. But I was like, but did, how many people died? Because that's a that's a completely different thing. And I also don't put too much, I don't put too much weight on Travis Scott and his apology. 
There's nothing, put it like this, Terrell. There's nothing that man would have said where you wouldn't feel like the way you're feeling right now. I want, no, I want, if he would have taken ownership, I wouldn't have felt this bad. If he would have showed some ownership behind, because you got to think about it. Like, one thing they were saying, they were like, yo, what if that was your kid? And you had to watch Travis Scott say, we're, we're, we're working with authorities. It just did not sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. you put it on your story to be, in 24 hours, it's gone. Yeah. And now there's nothing on your page. Like, why not? I don't, I didn't, I really didn't understand it. I don't see why even do, make that choice to do it that way, put it on the story. And you know, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why doing it that way. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit of an ill. And, and I'll just, I guess we'll, we'll wrap this convo by saying like, look, I'm not canceling Travi. I'm still listening to Travi. Um, but this is not the time for Travis Scott sympathy where people have lost their lives. Like, I get it though. It's a lot of a lot of his fans out there are one of you know show support. I get it, but just make sure y'all remember when y'all making y'all takes on Twitter and saying this is not Travis Scott's fault. People need to think about it. it's like all right, y'all, but people actually fucking died. Nobody died at the fucking Uzi concert. Nobody died at the fucking. There's a thousand concerts that they had. Yeah, but and I don't think it's on die. Travis though. I'm not. It's not on Travis, but it's not not on Travis. You nigga, you had the concert where people died. If you have I, a party, sorry that this is if I throw a party and niggas come in and start shooting and niggas die, is that my fault because I threw the party? Or is it just kind of like a fucked up situation? Could, should we have it's had niggas situation. checking niggas at the door? Should I have been checking niggas at the door? Yes, and them niggas would have never gotten this party shot it up. Niggas wouldn't have died. See, but since I easy. dropped the ball, it is my fault. But it's not, I don't get lion's share. If my kid Travis died, Scott does not get lion's share of this. He gets the fact that you are the artist, you're the star, you, you're responsible for this. You're the owner-operator of this. You are the owner. Yeah. That's the, that's think about it. If my kid dies at your, if, if I have a kid that's 14 that dies at your party over some shit that you could have prevented, you damn right I'm going to be mad at you. You damn right. Yeah, I could give you the benefit of the doubt of saying, oh, well, you didn't. But it doesn't, it doesn't but, make me responsible is what I'm saying. It don't make me responsible. But it's your party. Think about it. Okay, think about it. But this. I'm not the murderer is what I'm saying. You're right. But now this is where the, this is where, because, look, this is where it's Let's weird. keep it 100 though. Let's keep it 100. We're going to keep it 100 right here. People did die at this party, but did you see the footage of all the motherfuckers breaking in? People running in that joint, breaking in. Some people didn't pay to get in. Who fault is that? Terrell, it's two faults on that. It's somebody walking with two fucking legs and two arms running through the gate. There's fault. Your arms and legs moving. We didn't carry you in here. So we didn't say, you know what, come stand in here. Look, we didn't say, you know what, come stand in here and you're going to be at this party. There were people who chose to go in there and be reckless. I'm not saying that anybody... Who fault is that that they did that? You put that on the staff for not holding them back? For real. No. But I'm saying we can't... Because that's my question to when, you. When shit gets out who of hand... Who fault is that? All right, bet. Remember that movie Mother? Remember we watched that? Remember uh -huh. all them people start coming to her to the house? Who fault was that? It was his fault because he allowed that shit. True. And this is my thing about Travi. But I look would, at the I would look at the look at the accountability of that though. It's his fault, yes. But we can't be out here. You're seeing people show Travis Scott sympathy because you got certain people that's trying to treat Travis Scott like a murderer, like he had intent and and didn't give a fuck that niggas was dying. I do think he was on stage, legit, like doing his shit. I know things get bad at my concerts, 
So I'm going to keep going. But I truly do think that a part of him might not have known, bro. I don't think a part of him. I think, look, because this happened, it's your fault. You should have known. But do will I say that he was on stage and did know and chose to keep going? Yeah, I won't say that either. I won't say that. There's people who said I will, Travis I will Scott only saw get dead bodies and decided to keep going. I don't think he did. But we don't know that, Terrence. We wasn't there. It's, if you listen to the people that was there, people are saying there's no way. He, okay, but hey, but they was actually there. I feel that. That's the thing. People was there, and this is what I was gonna tell you. You talk about the people. Hey, it was people that was jumping the gates. You mean the same people that was jumping the gates in the promo video? Who taught them to do that? That that was okay. That's where I hold Travis Scott accountable. You made this. I didn't shit. know he was. They was doing that in the promo. Yeah, video. you made this shit okay. And then this is why we'll take it back to the kid thing, and then we'll get off it. But um, if I have a, you have a kid, sixteen or seventeen, eighteen. I have a 14, 15 year old that dies at your kid's party at your house. It's my fault. That's right. that is it. But I'm not, but I'm not. Because what can you tell me? I lost my kid at your kid's party. It's my house. It's my event. The, it's the my kid had the party. Look, I don't know these little kids or who their parents are, but this shit happened at your residence. Right. It don't matter. This shit don't matter. Because what can you tell the parent or the brother or the aunt of the eight people that died at the Astral World Fest? How are you going to say this isn't true? Hey, guys, let's not blame Travis Scott. But in Scott. this situation, those people should not all be aiming directly for Travis Scott. They should be aim aiming for Travis Scott and the machine behind them. But, hey, because don't nobody, you just said nobody thinks about the machine behind you. But, but, but the thing is, if it's I, not Travis Scott's fault that people recklessly are. Think about it. These people weren't killed by a thing that fell at Travis Scott's event. They were killed, arguably, by other careless people. Who are not, there's no, also no way I'm at a party. There's no way I'm at a concert. And I'm also not cut from the Travis Scott, Travis Scott rage clause where I would actually even be out there. But think about it, Terrell. Me and you at a concert. We would never be the type to feel like I'm stepping on niggas. I'm standing on a human being. Because think about it, certain people got trampled. So you're really not looking down. You're just kind of bunched, it feels like probably. You're probably bunched. Yeah. You got a nigga on your neck and a nigga on your back and you're just kind of just yeah. jumping. Yeah. And you probably might not even see what you're doing, but bottom line, what's the difference from the people who trampled people not knowing what they were doing and Travis Scott? Nobody's pointing on the tramplers because they but are look, only they following right. They're, they're they, being following what they've Travis been taught Scott to be okay. By no, Travis. Travis Scott did not teach them to trample on people. Not trample. They were being they not were trampling. Terrell, they were enjoying themselves and not knowing what they were doing. And unfortunately, them enjoying themselves, jumping up and down, trampled on people and killed them. But they have just as much accountability in those people's deaths. They do not. And not as Travis. As a Travis Scott who doesn't, he doesn't even know that y'all are doing that. I'm thinking y'all are having a regular concert and y'all doing y'all thing. Yeah, we get crazy, but how many times have you I done not, this? Yeah, but you not. And, and mind you, I'm not saying it's not Travis Scott's. Cause you, you I'm just saying, there's other accountability to be taken to. See, because if you, because that's like somebody, some shit happened in that your spot, and you trying to blame, you're trying to shift. That's you not. That's, but that's the only thing about this whole shit. You not a. No, oh my god, y'all need to go listen to Boss by Jay Z, by Jay Z and Beyonce on that Carter's album because when he was like, no cap, false nigga, you not a boss, you got a boss, you acting like that. Because when you shift and blame like that, 
He's saying that I'm acting like I got a boss. <laughs> you acting like you acting like you're not the owner because you can't go. I'm what I'm telling you is day, this, Terrell. What I'm telling you is this because I'm getting sick of your motherfucking ass. <laughs> we know that Travis Scott has to take lion's share of the accountability. That's nah, what Tampa, everybody's you just talking tried about. To say you blaming the tramplers. Terrell, I just gave you so many times. I said Travis Scott has to take lion's share, but I do think. Those people who are standing and jumping around and not caring that people are falling down beside them and still choosing to dance, those are the people that's not being talked about. The motherfuckers that actually did trample on a nine-year-old boy, we can't point a, pink, a finger at who Terrell, did that. if I'm at a concert, I don't give a fuck what's going on. I pinpoint things like a young nine-year-old boy on his dad's shoulders. I see shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How dope is that this young boy is at, his, at the concert with his dad type shit? I'm like, hey, look, a nine-year-old out here, a youngin' to see Travis. He got the kids out. I would subconsciously say that. Yep. There would never be a part of the concert where I would... I can't, I can't imagine. Imagine this, that, 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 that scene. A dad has his son on his shoulders. Shit gets so crazy, his son falls off of his shoulders. He can't even save his son in time for motherfuckers stepping all over his son. What the fuck is going on down there? People being and living recklessly. Let me tell you, in lack that movie, of control. Terrell, but in that movie, Mother, yes, it was a lack of control because we let too many people in here, but accountability still has to be taken on. Look at the movie, Mother, and what the origin story of that is. Shit got too out of hand because people are acting like savages. They didn't come to her house and listen, but, be, listen, but you leaving out listen, why they acting like that. They did, not, what, they did not come to her house and chill. They came to her house and acted out of order. I'm not saying because it started chill. It started as everybody was chilling. It started and chill. And it was made okay. It was not by the made artist. Terrell, so you keep trying to say it's Terrell. made okay. It was no, made you're o- wrong. It was made okay. Think about it. They was you in keep trying to chilling. Then yeah, look, motherfuckers start sitting on the counter. Next thing you know, motherfuckers trying to make it. breaking windows. Terrell, you're making it seem like Travis Scott made it okay to trample on niggas. I'm not saying that, Terrence. But what I'm saying is Travis Scott created this culture that resulted in niggas getting Terrell, trampled. Terrell, okay. That's but it. that doesn't mean he's responsible for niggas How taking not shit out of hand. You, well, he's not responsible for y'all niggas trampling on a nine-year-old boy. He never promoted that type of culture in his culture. He never promoted that. That's y'all niggas getting too out of hand. And it's like, you know what? Y'all really don't want to hold I, y'all, y'all guy accountable. And I, I understand just held it. him accountable to start but this. But you trying holding to take... others accountable as well because that's what this is. But, but Terrence, The message shouldn't only be to Travis Scott to not do that. It should be A. If no. y'all going to go to this Travis Scott concert, how about we act like we have some fucking sense? Travis Scott's not telling us to have sense. He's putting the rage in the promo. Terrell, because raging and is we an don't actual care thing. You motherfuckers say. don't die. Niggas don't always die. I get that. But this time it went too far. And okay. And, and, and this is so, who we hold accountable. So now, let me tell you My something. My issue is people If are you saying, had a school and y'all had a food fight, we're not going to focus on the one primary suspect who threw the first food, the first piece of food. We are going to hold him accountable to worst. We're going to acknowledge that this is the motherfucking reason why we That's had a food fight. That's not a good example, fight. Terrence. But, exa- That's but not when a good the example. teacher gets up there on the intercom, she's going to speak to the school. I'm not going to speak to this one person because let, let me only speak to this one person. Look. We so gonna, you saying Travis Scott is the one? Terrell, listen. That's not a good example. Let me only get, give the lion's share of accountability to this one person. And so you should have never threw that because now you done got all these people up in here throwing food. You getting suspended, whatever, right? Another motherfucker could throw food 
and we got the same food fight because Pharrell, Pharrell, they didn't, they wasn't necessarily told that the activities that they was doing there. Terrence, was this is not a good wrong. example because where does Travis Scott fit in that food fight? Travis Scott is the is like you giving all the lion's share fault to Travis Scott. You're not, you're not even talking about how people were to me. You're not going to talk about... You'll do that, but you won't want to talk about how people were acting like savages. Bro. Now, now you're right. Acting recklessly out there you're like right, this is like... Terrence, uh, this is the thing. We don't have three or four people or one or two people or ten people to say, these are the motherfuckers that trampled the kid. Right. We don't even know. Right. We can't do that. We don't have that. This, all of these motherfuckers out here are acting this way because of this man. That is the, that's the facts. That's the and fact. And I'm not saying that Travis Scott is a murderer, because he's not. You're just responsible for the motherfuckers that did it. I think the motherfuckers that did that's it, too, the, are the just as responsible. They, but they you're are, right. But we can't put face in there. We can't really put we it. We can't say who did it. But, don't. like, you don't even want to dish the uh, accountability is what you're saying. You're saying, fuck that. Let's just no. throw it all on Travis. It I'm saying like Travis saying. Scott is the owner of the camp. I, and this is my thing. I'm not saying that Travis Scott is a murderer or that he's responsible for the deaths. But own the culture that you created and apologize for that. Don't come out and just say, yeah, we're working that. with authorities. I feel, I feel and what I'm you're devastated. All right, bet. But what are you going to tell me because I lost my son because of your concert? What can you tell me? I feel and you. we don't know what he said, but on the outside, we can't see. You do a fucking from the bottom face cam post where it. Terrell, why are you so focused on his apology? Because I mean, let's just talk about the event. From you as the Terrell, owner. so the fuck what? Like apologies, public, all we heard from you public is that. apologies are trash. Do you this think ain't that this an man, apology though, Terrell? Do you think that this man wanted to do that? Yes or no? That's the that's the issue right there. Fuck the apology and what he should have said. Fuck that. Whether he takes accountability or not, he's getting it. You don't think that this shit is crushing him, bro? It would be. It's like I do think give, that, bro. Y'all are all that. focused on whose fault it is. Yo, this is a fucked up situation. Period. We could focus on why Kobe's. Helicopter went down. Was it the pilot? Did the pilot get lost? Why wasn't there a black box on board? Well, well maybe he shouldn't have flown because it was it was a foggy day. Nah, it was just a fucked up situation. We lost code. But Terrence, like, if that was the case, then Vanessa Bryant wouldn't be doing everything she's doing to make sure that her family's taken care of but behind that Terrell, accident. That's the thing because she's doing what she has day, to do. However, nobody is sitting here focusing on blame. Nobody is yes, sitting here worried, worried about behind. You don't get to see that part, Terrell. She's she's going through. She's got hella shit on the table Terrell, behind she, that. She's she doesn't have a she's not she doesn't have any lawsuits with the with the helicopter or anything like that. She does not. She has a lawsuit with she, the people who leaked the photos of of Kobe afterwards. Because be, she had was fucked up, which was fucked up. But behind tragedy is accountability. That's true. But what I'm telling you is sometimes it's a fucked up situation, and there's no sense of sitting here trying to make it seem like it's because somebody it's is insisting on. Shit like this happening. If this was your girl Beyonce, I wonder if you would have the same when, energy. I, if, first of all, first of all, and this is what I'll tell you. And Beyonce would one. never do this, but I'm just saying exactly. the way you coming at Travis Scott seems because a I little insensitive. I'm, is all I'm saying. Well, well, this is what I'll say. His response is the reason why I feel that way. Do you? I think, didn't feel this way about it. Do you think? Because let me tell you, Travis Scott is not a great open speaker, and neither is your girl Beyonce, and that's my girl too. I fuck with B, but. They was talking about how Travis Scott does not really talk. That's bullshit. That he, is bullshit. They keep trying to when put him Beyonce in the same came out, Walker, When Beyonce he's came so out. Awkward. Nah, nigga. When Beyonce you came out. You get on stage out, in front of thousands of motherfuckers and what? You can't, you can't, can't even find this video. When Beyonce came out and did the Black Lives Matter joint. Remember? 
or she did something and we was like, yo, why is she talking like this? <laughs> It was, the it, it, it was like, thing. damn, what I, I guess about. she just doesn't speak. So right. I, my thing is like, so, do we Terrence, hold Travis Terrence, Scott's apology over his head? Terrence, you, you and didn't I, say it was her, your listen, fault. Listen to me. You and I know Steve. You and I know Yvette. You and I know that Cam. You're, you're taking it personal. Let me you're just tell it, you. You're because Terrence, it. you know this. You, you and I are very close with that camp of the queen, the greatest of all time. <laughs> do you think if somebody was to die at a Beyonce household and we stood there on Energy Field Stadium... With Steven, he said, look at what we created. And we stood there with him. You think if somebody died, they would handle that shit like that? Hell, hell, no, hell no. no. Hell no. Hell no. Hell and no. And that ain't never happened. It won't. It won't. It won't. But what I'm telling you is that you can't hold Travis Scott's response to something. And, and, but Let me say this. God damn it. <laughs> you can't tell. You can't hold Travis Scott's response to something that happened out of his control. You cannot hold that over his head. If, if shit went crazy at Beyonce's concert, she this, would own it. She would own it, but would she want that to happen? No. And would her, She wouldn't, but she would own it. Right. But would her apology be so perfect? Maybe she not. Have, All say I'm saying is perfect. nitpicking at this man's apology. All I'm saying is that there was no ownership. It didn't have to be perfect. It literally is his, his name. His name is on the dough. When you missed the game. He's owning it. His name is on nah, the dough, but you need it. to say that. When you missed the game winning shot. You come in the locker room and say, y'all, this shit is on me. That's ownership. Yeah, we could have scored more points earlier, so we can't put the whole game on you. But we want you to own your bullshit. This nah, is a way bigger scale there's than There's no that. team. There's not one team. This is how you know this nigga. Motherfuckers have died, Terry. There's no team. There's no team that would say that to the person that missed that last shot. There's no team. But it would be there's expected no for that person to say, this is on me. Would it not? If you missed a game winning field goal in the Super Bowl and you just come in the back like, fuck, I ain't saying, motherfucker, you better get up there and say that shit. I understand we do want you to say that so we can be like, nah, look, it ain't you, bro. And, and it's that's, all what, and that's the thing. And Let you your like, fans speak. If I was Travis Scott's publicist, I would tell him, stand in front of your shit. This is your store. I'm not store. This is your festival. Yeah. Stand in the front of it. Your fans Fan. got you. Let your fans do the. Do the. Yeah. But you stand out in front. This yeah. my shit. I got everybody's funeral. I'm devastated. But this happened because this is my shit. Yeah. Like, you see how these motherfuckers reacting now. Now everybody on stage, Tiana Taylor. Hey, uh, you, you sure you good? You, you, you sure? Good? It's like Tiana. It's like, all right. All right. But everybody trying to show. because Now, believe it or not, this shit changed the world forever. But I did want you to say what you were saying about the about Astroworld and the years to come and how. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And I was just telling Terrell how fucked up the situation is, you know? It's a fucked up situation. It's fucked up. And I was telling him, I said, the sick part about it is in years to come, in the future, even though we lost people and people died, there are going to be people who look back at this as... And that's why I told Terrell, Travis Scott has to be careful on how he handles this whole situation. Because... I feel like people dying at your concert because of the culture that you created, this rage culture. You know what I'm saying? If you look back in history, it adds more of a... It takes your value up. It adds more of a value to your resume than it does a, a mark a light. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It adds more of a value. You threw a concert where people passed away. People will say that concert was so crazy, people died. And right. that's what people will say years from now. 
Terrell said it's too early to say that. I said, I'm not saying it, me. I'm saying that this is what people will say. This is what yeah. the headlines will say in the future. So, so to, with Travis Scott, you have to be careful on how you handle this because it is fucked up. It is your fault. I shoot him slight bail because I've been in a situation where I say, you know what, this is cool, and it's not cool. Mm-hmm. And sometimes life is faster than you think. Them songs that are up there, are, he's flying through them. I know he's he spit these songs over and over again. I probably I, I I sympathize with him in only that way where I feel like you didn't know you was fucking it up. I've been cutting my hair, and I think I'm using the one guard and I'm using the the the, the one eight blade, the, the zero, and I'm fucking my whole shit up. But you should see my confidence. I have no idea. I'm I'm just cutting my hair, and when I look, I'm like, oh shit, who fault? My fault. Not saying it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, and that's my point to everybody. Your point is that it's Travis Scott's fault, I'll, but what primarily, you, yeah. But what you're saying about it being celebrated—not celebrated, but looked at as—it's going to add shine to his armor as opposed to a chink. Yeah. In years, whenever somebody talks about Michael Jackson being the greatest of all time, what's the first thing they say? People nobody, faint it. People faint it. People were people fainting. passed out. Mm-hmm. Beyonce never made nobody pass out, which is a lie. And it was handled in the most professional manner. But she wasn't on a mic level. Mike had them dropping like flies. Terrence, we're not even going to start this conversation because it's different. But um, people will use that in years to come. And it will be like, oh, you going to Astro World Fest? It's going to be like you putting your life on the line mm-hmm. type thing. And watch how they sell it. Think about it. The, 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 um, the merchandising for it already said, like, will you... Make it to the other side or see you on the other side. Will it was you already survive. It was already shit like that. Yeah. And so I will never, even though I read a little bit of it, I will never go down that demonic offering shit that they were trying to say. That is just the depths of the that is just the I feel like when people start talking about the demonic shit, that's like when he was on in if you ever seen what's the Matthew McConaughey joint with uh Interstellar? Yeah. When he hit the fucking black pit and it was just like, oh shit, how the fuck did I even get here? You're talking about like, that's how I felt when I was reading the shit about the demonic. I didn't even read that. It's like, yo. I don't even know what that we is. We off this. This ain't even nothing. But, I mean, hey, RIP to those folks that died um, and prayers to the families. And I think it's just a fucked up situation, y'all. It's fucked up. Nobody wanted this. Yep. Those people woke up to go to a concert and didn't leave. I think that. Yeah. I can't like, imagine. I think about buying. We went to Six Flags. I think about certain things where you buy your ticket, you get in, and you don't think this was the last place I'm going to go. Yeah. You tell people, I can't wait to go here. Yo, I'm getting ready to go here. You know what I'm saying? My homegirl went to the, what's her? What's the uh, J. Cole joint off-season tour? Oh, uh, the J. Cole joint. And I knew about that for months. Off-season. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then the day before, it was like, yo, I'm about to go to this off-season tour. I can't wait. Her and her sister practicing lyrics. So it's like, damn, like if, if I don't, you know what I'm saying? If, you'd have lost, if I'd have lost you at that party or yeah. at that concert, this is surreal for more people than the families. It's surreal for more people than the yeah. people who went. Like, these are people's friends, cousins, your favorite person that could be. So, like, you're right. It's definitely fucked up. Travis Scott has to take accountability, but, like, more so, it's just fucked up. It's fucked up. Yeah. It was a girl that was, like, I passed out, and 
They, she said, I passed out. I went to the, she went to the concert with her boyfriend. She said she passed out and they crowd served her back. And when she woke up, she was like, where's my boyfriend? They was like, he's still in there. But that's just how, that's how gone her boyfriend was. Like she woke up and this nigga was still in there. And when they, uh, I don't know what happened with him, but it just, that, that joint just got a little, that just joint, this is, this is just like a good example of how. Shit can just get, and I'm thinking about the music. Like, I wonder what playlist he ran. Like, oh, it was probably what did you amazing. probably what did you run to get that? Like, oh, you did Asteroid. I know. Did you run Guidance? You know what I'm saying? That's chill. That's a little chill. You know? Did you run Coffee Bean? Hell no. Did we run anything that I was a little somebody chill to give some niggas some breath? <laughs> when somebody was passed out, Knife Talk was on and Drake was on the stage. So, I know how hype I get when that drink comes on. I can't imagine being somewhere where I might not be. You know how I'd be so hot, Terrence? You know we used to go to the Go-Go's. Yeah. You know how you felt when you walked out and that motherfucking air hit you and you're soaked. You're soaked. You, you don't didn't even, even know you was wet. You haven't drank anything in eight hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We wasn't, no water. Now imagine being jam-packed tight. Like, and it, it, that's the thing. We, you know what it's like to be hot as fuck like that. Yeah. But I can't imagine. And, you know, we were talking about the... Uh, the the battle of the bastards or whatever, where Jon Snow was like under that he was trying to get out of the bottom and everybody was running over him. Yeah, that's the big that's the closest example I can think of to what that might have been like. It's horrific. That's just crazy. And so, um, damn, gave an hour to the shit. Prayer to the families um, and everybody involved in the situation on both sides um, yeah. because it's a whole lot to deal with. It's a yeah, prayers up. Damn, we should play some. Uh, I don't really have anything. Some, what, something happy? Some jingle, jingle. Something that'll put us in the mood. Give us a vibe. But yeah. I ain't really got nothing. But, um, we can talk to uh, your boy. Your boy got on the... Uh, nah, look, before we get into that. This is what I was going to say. Pay attention to people... And Terrell, I don't know if you see, I got it written right here. Pay attention to this in, in your early relationships, late relationships, whatever relationship you might be in. The I know you're busy button. Pay attention to people who will acquire this button and use the fuck out of it. Let me tell you, when you're dealing with somebody and it's early on, right? And you let them know what you got going on. You're giving them... A, I know you're busy button to which they can use at their absolute advantage. And what that means is they're going to use this for emotional balance. It's almost like an emotional kickstand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The I know you're busy button where this person knows you got a lot going on. So what they'll do is they'll... I look at it like Juggernaug from uh, Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Pop> Israel. <laughs> really? So you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You know I went through that. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, the, so it's like, they know you're busy, but it's like they still use this... That I know you're busy button is used in, in very... It's, it's a chess move it to is. use. But it's like... Can I give examples? <laughs> I know. I'm, I, right. Okay. All right. Bet. Because y'all know our relationship. I went through this early. It's like in our somebody saying, 
I'll give you an example right now. What? It's like, I was going to call you, but I know you're busy. That's it. That's it. You be like, yo, oh, look, you, you, hear from them. you haven't heard from them in a minute. And they say, well, yeah, you know, I, I came home. I was doing yada yada. And I know you're busy. That's Whoa. the chess. That's yeah. the chess play right because there. Because now, because didn't you say you be. had all this to do and that you were busy and that you were a busy dude? You tried to get that off, but you didn't even know you was handing over that. I know you're busy button. So now she said, oh, you're busy. Oh, oh, I yeah. know you I were busy. I forgot to call this nigga, but you know what? He was busy. Yeah, and I thought maybe since you were so busy, uh-huh. you weren't too worried about it. Yeah. Oh, look. Why you don't never... You ain't, why you don't want to... Why you didn't call me? Why you didn't like, call me? Or, hey, you never want to link with me. Oh, well, I know you're busy, so I'm just waiting for you to... Oh, look. You feel like you might be setting everything up for shorty? And then she said, well, you know, I don't really set anything up with you because, you know, I know you're busy and I can't really keep up with your schedule. That's bullshit. Uh-huh. That's an excuse for your how lack you of keeping up with How you keeping up with her schedule? She's not keeping up with yours. Mm-hmm. Or vice versa. How he keeping up with your schedule? You're not keeping up with his. Because let me tell you, fellas, we can use the I know you're yep. busy button too. Trust me. Oh, 100%. Your girl gonna... anybody that, that it could be y'all, if you got school and work or anybody that I would say, look, hardworking. Right. Or specifically, I would say entrepreneurs, but a lot of our listeners are young. So let's say you got school after school or you got school and you work. So you might have work and you might have a class. Right. You tell, your, you tell this person you're dealing with about that. They're going to use that shit on YouTube. 100. Well, if you got anything going on, anything going on, they're using that shit against you. And what I'll tell you, just, to, just in summary, the I know your busy button is almost like somebody also playing it safe in a way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to step on toes is also what it kind of comes off as. I'm, I know you're busy. But y'all got to understand that it's fluff. They don't really think that you're busy. They just respect that you are a busy person. You know what I mean? In some cases, people can probably say, yo, I really didn't call you because I really thought that you was up to something. I really didn't want to bother you. And they're really, somebody saying I know you're busy really is respect. However, it's respect that can be used over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just know you're a really busy dude. I just know you're really busy. It's like, all right, bet. Now this shit is starting, me being busy is starting to work against me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of being understood, it's now in a work against me. Because the person who is trying to acquire time with you is using the fact that they know you're busy. And I, you know that I know that you're busy. So you know that I'm doing my best to work around the fact that you're right. busy. So you know I'm doing the extra. I'm going the extra. That's what I the I know your busy button gives you. And honestly, once you give somebody that, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. You can't take it back. I got out of that before. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't get out of it. She just slid <laughs> it in that drawer. But as soon as you get busy, she's taking it right back out. As <laughs> soon as you give that shit away, it's gone. All right, come on, let's move on. Kanye West went on Drink Champs. It was one of the greatest interviews that he's done, I think, because. Of the up and downs of it. It's not a lot of, it's not no flaws. I mean, not, I'm not saying that. It's not no uh, fluff is what I mean. Yeah. I felt like there was things that, you, that he said that you could like. There was things he said that you can disagree with. I disagree with mad shit he said. Agree with shit he said. But my biggest takeaway, was it, uh, takeaway of it was that it was a prime example of somebody who was not afraid to be himself right or wrong. And I'm not saying that everybody should be this way. Yeah. Because that could create reckless minds of course however with somebody like Kanye West who he has success in music and fashion and stuff like that 
We want to see somebody who is known. Oh, look, a billionaire. That's how we want to see a billionaire speak. We don't want to see a billionaire or somebody with a bunch of money speaking the status quo and saying what's safe and being safe. To keep it 100, if we watch a Rihanna interview, look, Kylie Jenner interview or Jay-Z interview, billionaires or net worth at, bill, at billions, right. you're going to see a very safe, I'm a billionaire, I got to protect my brand interview. Kanye West got up there and was the same nigga from Breakfast Club, all of that, talking his shit, and he's worth a billy. Nine. I can only respect nine billion. That's, hey, like, that's like, you don't want to get into the nines this week. Because <laughs> you know what's crazy? What? Uh, nah. You always scratch right into the mic. It's almost like you turn to the mic to scratch. Well, it's on the top of my head. Y'all see what I'm doing? Weird nigga. Um, but a weird nigga, yet this nigga sitting here with a uh, FYE shirt on. Tans, what you went to the like? back and grabbed the shirt. You look like a Models manager, boy. What do you, you look got like? You a Models. Man, you look like the nigga that's coming in Models. This nigga's coming in Models looking for weird shit, too. Mouthpiece. <laughs> 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 but the Kanye West interview, to me, it was dope. I thought, I love how... I love how honest he was about everybody they asked him about. Yeah. This is my thing, though. Kanye was on some bullshit a little bit. I'm not about to sit up here and, and top this man off like everybody else. Excuse me. You what what I won't take is disrespect. <laughs> Kanye said some, some great shit that he doesn't normally get to expound on, which I yeah. thought was dope. But some of the stuff you could tell was like, all right, this is personal. and You're trying to make it seem like you're saying some facts. Yeah. Like the Big Sean shit, the John Legend shit. It's like, I get it. You don't fuck with them because they might have didn't stand beside you when you needed them to. But let's not, like, let's not act like those ain't two of your biggest artists. Damn, give it, who you don't give a damn how big they are? He know how big they are. He said he, he changed their family lives. But you said Big Sean is the worst, the worst idea. worst I ever had was Sean and Big Sean. Oh, wow. Now you feel that way because he didn't come to your event, but you were just with this man after this interview and took pics? You're not keeping it a hundred. And this is my thing. Damn, yeah. This is my thing. People, y'all give Kanye genius for shit that I think is bullshit. Like what? Oh, this is why I cut my hair. These are doves in my hair. <laughs> Nigga, doves where? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see not one dove. But you know what? You made that shit sound smart. So, and you got billions of dollars. So we kind of have to give it to you, even though it might sound like, all right, whatever. You tried yeah, to well, shit on his billions. You shitted on um, Just Blaze. And even Jay was like, ah, it's kind of unfair for him to say. Yeah. And it's like you got a lot of personal. It's a lot of, it was a lot of personal around some of the shit he was saying. But a lot of the shit he was saying was actually super intellectual. Mohanic. And what it's, if you haven't watched that interview, go watch it because all the shade room and... Hollywood Unlocked, all these these different sites are going to say, all they're going to post is the drama. They're only going to post that Big Sean clip, the... the John Legend, him, all, him the talking drama. about battling Drake versus... Yeah, they're not going to post some of the shit that he was saying that was like about people for real and the decisions he made behind like his kids going to school. Yeah. Um, One thing I did want to pinpoint from the interview is when mm -hmm. he talked about how he went to Tacoma Park... And he had a dude in Tacoma Park, Maryland, PG, PG County, DMV shit. Let me tell y'all, 
said it was he had a guy in Tacoma Park, Maryland that he got his uh his fashion style from. Took it back to Chicago, and when he got to Chicago, he had a it, it made him stand out from everybody. This is DMV fashion history that we've been saying mm-hmm. that we inspired the Yeezy. DMV inspired Yeezy. Not I, he didn't say I went to Maine, I went to Florida, I went to California and got my style. Nah. He got his style from a nigga in Tacoma Park. DMV shit. Hey, look, DMV PG stand County. Up. Pretty girl county. I love that. Richest he went black county. I'm telling you. Pretty girl county is facts. Pretty girl county is Pretty facts. Pretty girl county. Richest black county in the United States is what? PG. Woodmore. PG. Number one. Brandywine. Number four. Chase Young. What's up? What's good? PG shit. This nigga's having a weird year. Terrell's <laughs> having a softball slump. <laughs> He's still a powerful. He's still look. He's still a <laughs> still a powerful. He's still a powerful. And when he gets traded to the Ravens next year, then he'll show up. <laughs> hey, look, y'all, real what? quick. Oh, well, go ahead, Trey. No, Are that's you still that's, on Kanye. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't really have too much to say about the interview. It was a great interview. I think everybody should go watch it. Big shout out to Nori and the fucking Drink Champs team. Nobody thought that that, that interview was going to. We didn't expect that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I didn't expect it either. I didn't expect Kanye to do another interview for a long time. They got that nigga to drink, smoke, right. All of that, and I like how Kanye was calling out certain CEOs and stuff like that. Like, yeah, he was, I like it. It people, just seemed like we actually now have a powerful ass nigga. That's what's scary. Who's yeah, he's a billionaire. But that's what's scary, and that's why it was scary to hear him say stuff like, "They gonna kill me." I already know, but the interview's already done. So, but yeah, it's like see, that's what's scary. That's scary too, because when you got that like much said, money, they don't and like you get me talking like I'm Dame Dash with money. Yeah, I like that. But you're right. Once you start talking that look, then once you start talking that hateful nigga talk. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna want you ride up top with OD. When you listen to off the grid, when he be like, we off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kids, 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 for when my kids, 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 kids have kids. I have nine billion dollars. If you don't if if you want a better example of foundational uh wealth or creating generational wealth, right. God, he's really off the grid. I'm really off y'all grid. Nigga, this nigga Kanye owns like, what, he said 2,000 acres? 12,000 or something like that. And he has like 12, remember he said he had 12 sheep or some 1,200 sheep? Son, he, and, and sheep. son, I think that's dope. I mean, that to me is impressive. Yeah. Buying land. I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wall Street Trapper said, because he just bought land, uh, with a, a period of his. And he was online talking about how he was like, they're, they're not making this no more. They're not. It's like they're not ma- essentially making land anymore. You got to get it where you can. Yeah. Like land isn't like something that's being mass produced. It's just out there. And if you don't make if you don't take initiative to get in it, then I feel like you'll have less to choose from. But yeah, damn, I just wash my hair. Every time I wash my hair, shit be itching like I didn't even do shit to it. That's the worst. You'd be like, damn, let me wash this motherfucker again. Again. We got uh, dry. Tech Corner. Tech Corner, we got slight shit. DoorDash just bought this German company uh, called Vault. So they are going global. Shout out to DoorDash. But this is another thing. The only reason why I put that on the Tech, uh, tech Corner. Shout out, uh, shout out Tech Corner. Look. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> I feel like DoorDash is a little shaky. And if y'all got enough funds to be out here buying a whole other company to go, go global, I don't want to see any of the shakiness anymore. What you talking about? I just feel like DoorDash always been a little shaky. 
DoorDash is probably, is DoorDash more reliable than Uber Eats? I use DoorDash primarily, but I would say they're about even. I mean, you can say what you want about both. I just feel like the DoorDash. Postmates. I just feel like the DoorDash app, like. It's the fees. The way it looks, I'm like, all right, y'all out here buying a whole other company, but for real, for real, what I'm seeing isn't. I'm, I'm about not to shit on DoorDash because I love DoorDash. I do DoorDash is alright, but I always felt like DoorDash is a little OC, bro. The fees OC. The fees. You go on there. There are certain aspects of ordering food on DoorDash that you can't do unless you're in the actual food orders joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and that's what's weird. I don't like that. So all I'll say is, all right, y'all out here balling, buying other companies, but like hopefully we see some upgrades to the actual like user base. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, bro, like I was thinking about this the other day. I was watching Spy Kids, and she took the little red and yellow thing out the fucking cabinet, put that junk in the drink, and it became a Big Mac meal. Y'all wouldn't want to do that if you could really do. But think about this. You would not want to do that. This is what this is what I tell you. When we was little, right? And you can say I'm the old man on the stoop or whatever, even though I'm only 27. Um, but when we was in high school, in order for you to get food, like to the school, yeah. When we was little, little, you had a doctor's appointment during the day that was quick enough for you to get back to school. So what did your mother do? She knew you missed lunch, so she got you McDonald's. And you could take that McDonald's back in the school. Or, remember, we went to Doug's. It was right there by the Bojangles. Niggas with cars could drive to the Bojangles or drive up Marlton to the McDonald's. Mm -hmm. But these kids, for the last five years, they could just DoorDash Fridays to the school or DoorDash Anything you write. Anything right. to the point where I was talking, I forget who I was talking to. Oh, I follow the uh, Frederick Douglass page. And they had to stop DoorDash at some point. So I think DoorDash, they have a simple design. I don't think they need to change anything about the design, but they definitely got the backing to go ahead and buy another company. I felt like they needed to switch up the way that the user face looks. I feel like the user face is still like when DoorDash first started. Like, no upgrades, but y'all buying the Facebook Global? Is the, Facebook is the same as when it first started. No, the hell it's not. No, in the hell it is Tans, not. you go to Facebook.com, it looks exactly the same. Terrell does not. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to get into it with you. Facebook has so many avenues now. Facebook has... Okay, they added stuff, but the, the, that, the you, that's layout what I, That's is what I'm same. talking about, sir. I'm talking about adding things to make the app DoorDash better. DoorDash did that. You obviously don't DoorDash. They Terrell, added, they added, they have grocery. We're not about to get into this because I'm not really, I'm not really. You don't DoorDash, say that. Terrell, I, what I said you agreed with, that's all I was saying. I'm not saying that they have a shit user face. I'm saying. You said they need to add stuff to it. They make it a little bit easier because look, if I order wings on, put it like this. What do I be ordering, y'all? Let's just use Chipotle. If you order Chipotle on DoorDash, it is completely different from ordering it on the actual Chipotle app. It's different. And I feel like shit's harder to find. When you order noodles, if you order noodles in company on DoorDash, it's hard to find shit. You got to click this little, little little drop down that goes into this drop down. All right. I'm like, yo, fuck this. But you look, I really didn't really, I didn't mean to. Not, I'm, I am nitpicking, but I'm just saying, hey, look, I didn't know. I thought DoorDash was like a chill. Y'all going global? All right, Big man. deal, yeah. Because you know, I don't know if you know, if you can go on DoorDash. All right, Terrell, I'm done with the DoorDash do thing. Medicine. I just want to say DoorDash real quick. I'm just letting you know, right, if you want to go on DoorDash and get Mimi some food, you can DoorDash from the Pet Smart. That's why I feel like they need to CBS. update. That's why I feel like they need to update the joint. Y'all are everywhere. I just feel like the, the app needs to be updated. I don't give a fuck if you use it they all the time. Try shit on DoorDash. I don't give a fuck if you use it all the time. Tell them step their game up. Uh, only other thing I had on um, the Tech Corner was the new Twitter feed. I don't know if anybody is um, getting that update, but I'm telling y'all it looks like Facebook. Like... 
it looks like a uh it's like Facebook, Twitter. And what I mean by that is the your videos now fit your whole screen. Twitter used to have it so that when you scroll, the videos would be almost like in the tweet and you would select the tweet and you can open up the video. Now the video is almost like the full size of your phone. Tweets are more spaced out. You'll see it. Uh, I've had definitely my Twitter impacts, like that for two weeks. It impacted my Twitter experience. I miss me and Twitter were talking about this. I miss when Twitter was just everybody's individual tweets under each other and you could read it like a book. Now mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all open y'all Twitter. Believe it or not, this is just a fact. You open your Twitter right now, it's like scrolling an Instagram feed. More so than it is like scrolling a Twitter feed. Go scroll your Twitter feed right now, everybody who has Twitter, and I guarantee you'll see just as many pictures as you do tweets, whether that's ads, videos. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. I miss the old Twitter, but that's what we got for the tech corner. Shout out. Look. Hey, look. They said, <laughs> look, this design went three times platinum in the streets. No bullshit. Them green skulls. I would buy this shirt right now. It would be dope. With the if green you still skulls. I wish I still had that shirt. That'd be dope. Ed Hardy had us in a chokehold when we was he lying. did. Ed Hardy and it wasn't even uh, real. Degeneration X wrestling. Hey, I, that's Jeff Hardy. No, I'm talking about all the different wrestlers that just kind of just fucked us oh, up. Oh yeah, I'm talking about Ed Hardy. You remember we used to wear Ed Hardy? Oh, I don't know why I thought you were talking about uh, <laughs> wrestlers because of this green for some reason. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah you get the Ed Hardy shirt with the line with oh, the yeah. cheetah on it. With the red, the, the, the hat, the mat. The hat got the cheetah on What jeans did we wear back then? We used to wear True Religion jeans was popping at one point. Remember 2 chains? Yeah. True Religion jeans. Uh, uh, it was a bunch of shit. I don't know. Levi's always. Y'all don't know been. about that Makunu. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Terrell was not wearing, and still not wearing designer jeans like that. For, I'm nah, not getting chrome I'm, I'm not paying... Hell no. 12 grand purple, for bell bottom. Them purple jeans when niggas leave the tag on it. I'm not doing that. Honestly, I'm just not at that point in my life yet where I want to spend that much money on that. Me neither. I don't have anybody to impress with those jeans. I would be the nigga that buys $12,000 chrome hard jeans and I'm walking around and nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Maybe I post online and people be like, oh, he got on chrome hearts. But for real, for real. Who gives a fuck? Nobody. One of the things we have They're to talk jeans. about. They're jeans. <laughs> we have to talk about this dude. This dude mentions me all the time. Be like, you said you was going to talk about it on this week's podcast, but you forgot. I it's mean, we getting into some good shit on this one. Like, We haven't really did too much fan. I haven't really done too much. It was a situation. We just ran our mouth a lot about the Travis Scott situation. You know what it is? What? No, I'm saying you got what he what he wanted to talk about. I know what it is on surface. Like he basically he was find it and let's just you know yeah, don't yeah, halfway yeah. it. But oh, that's what this is. I'm not gonna be able to find it, bro. I just know I responded to it. Whoever it is, trust me, bro. We got you on the next week's. No, podcast. we can't do that to him. Talk about something else. I find it. I find it in the middle of it. Um. I was going. I didn't have this on my docket. Yeah, but um, it's ridiculous how much you gotta pay for dunks, bro. The dunks are 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 expensive as fuck. Like it's it's, it's but it's it's because it's, it's, it's trend. You're paying for trend for real. You're not really paying for the dunks. 
Some years ago, the dunks wouldn't even have been like that. And some years from now, I'm hoping that y'all niggas just fall off Jordans for real. Because I'm not falling off. That's what I grew up on. I'll still be the old nigga wearing Jordans. But, uh... Oh, this ain't it. I'll still be the old nigga wearing Jordans. I'm still going to be the old nigga with my Jordans. Hopefully, y'all stop wearing them so the prices can go down. Uh, I should give a shout-out to somebody or, or, or something else. But I remember I gave a shout-out to the Strong Siblings. You had not prepare nothing. You had a tweet that you want to talk about. What was that tweet? I don't want to talk about it. I will say that for, for the next time. Oh, hey, Will Smith book just came out yesterday. Oh, for real? You about to get it? I'm, I'm definitely going to get the... Is there an audio book? Most likely. And it's probably Will reading it, too. If it's an audio book... he's been reading it to, like, everybody in his family. So, like, I'm sure there's an audio book. It should 100% be an audio book. But um, I don't know if anybody's keeping up with him on YouTube. On YouTube. He's got his uh, best whatever of life joint out dropping weight the the best shape of my life um yeah. but my bad y'all um i guess we can guess if you can't find what dude is looking for or what joint you looking for but i hate that i can't find that because i'm so tired oh, shit, 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 shit. hey got some birthday shout outs um courtney uh, happy belated birthday! Birthday was on the fourth, and she turned twenty-three. Shout out, Courtney! Twenty-three. So she made it. She definitely wanted me to say, "Look, twenty-three plus four equal nine. With it, no coincidence. It's none. Um, so happy birthday, Courtney! Happy belated! Happy belated! Uh, my boy Sebastian turned twenty-one on today. Happy birthday, happy Sebastian! Happy birthday, Bash! Uh, if I was my name was Sebastian, that'd be my nickname, Bash. I wouldn't want to be bashing. Maybe just bash. Just B-A-S-H. I guess, yeah. Bash. You Happy birthday, brody. Yeah. How old? 21? 21 on the 12th. Man. Today. Today. Hey, you grown now. You grown now. I don't want to hear none of that. You grown. First of all, he ain't going to tell you none of that. No, you know what I'm saying. Does the world okay. don't want to hear none of that. You grown. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, my boy Bilal. Turned 19 on the 22nd this month. Shout so out to Happy 19. early birthday. Turn up. 1-9. Are you kidding me? Big year. This is a huge year for you, bro. One, nine. Yeah. Yo, when I turn 29, it's lit. 39, it's lit. 49, it's lit. 59, 69, 79, I'm here. I'm still going to be here. Yeah. I'm still going to be here with the mic, too, talking. Look, can you imagine that? Shout out to the Maori Bros Podcast. Episode 575. Episode 638. Terrence, that's only in... We're going to start naming our episodes. That's in like nine years. 638. What is that going to... What do we name it? The Apocalyptic episode. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck we name it after? Tell you, man. I just want to get to like 200 episodes. 200. I don't think that'd be hard at all. We're already at 74. Ain't but 25 weeks to 100. We ain't got much. <laughs> but uh, my man that sent me that thing that was... It was basically a situation where... He was dealing with some girl, and he had feelings for her or something like that, and then something happened. I forget. I'm going to find it, though, bro. I'm telling you this on the air, too. I'm going to find that shit. I don't know what type of agreement you made with Terrell, but I <laughs> honestly don't feel bad. We will get to it next week. I don't feel bad at all. This man is a Patreon. We're going to get to it. But Terrell, we, 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 we kind of got hit with the Astro World and all of that. You, you feeling bad. This nigga Terrell, y'all should see him surfing. I was trying. Sorry so that we didn't to get to it. it. Oh, we didn't get to talk about the kids with the jobs and shit, but we'll save it for next week. We spent too much time. You spent too much time trying to bury Travis Scott. 
trying to what? Bury, bury, bury Travis Scott. <laughs> Try to bury him. <laughs> oh man! All right, bet. So, one thing I did want to say about Will and Jada, like there's a lot going. Around, there was a lot that, that everybody was saying about the um, what was it? Cause Jada came out and said the whole shit with. There was a whole. There was this whole shit with Jada. Jada came out and said what she said about Will in the sex life. They blew back up. Uh-huh. Right? Their marriage blow up, blown up in the scenes again. Then that kind of quieted down. Then Will came out and said that he was thinking about killing his father. Then but isn't all of this coming from his book? The, the, the father piece? Yes. Him suicide? Yes. That. Then he was half in love with the chick on Six Degrees of Separation. Uh-huh. Right? And so this is my whole thing. Everybody's like, I wish Will and Jada would just shut up. I wish they would just stop. Y'all don't see the machine. Right. These motherfuckers, the Will has a book coming out. Y'all don't get this? This is this is the most offense I've ever seen been played in, in plain sight that I've ever seen. It's offense. And then to me, y'all don't know how they like there's this thing that just recently came out where they basically have an agreement where do what you gotta do to get your happiness and just we just meet back here at the end of the day, type shit. That's their relationship. Y'all don't understand it because guess what? You're not Will Smith or Jada. They've right. been living in L.A. for 40 years. Y'all just moving out there. You know what I'm saying? Or you don't, you can't, you, people need to stop trying to understand that marriage, bro. Oh, sorry, I'm getting, I'm getting, uh. I'm tired of this nigga not listening to me when I talk. I'm getting sidetracked tracked by the Kyle Rittenhouse, the dude crying while testifying. Oh, I hated it. It's you like, crying, uh, You wasn't crying when you killed him. Y'all, yeah, I'm about to say, Put you wanted to walk around with your fucking rifle. And your rights. And, and shoot your people. rights. You had no right to shoot and kill anybody. Cause who the fuck are you? And now Did you, you go and shoot and kill people when they was testifying over, you know what I'm saying, at the White House? And the judge ain't no better. But this bro. is my thing. If if one of us traveled across state lines with a rifle to the White House to shoot people who were literally trying to kill, not kill, but like break into the White House. That's that's more of a reason for not even nobody. There's no reason for shooting anybody, but that's more of a reason for you to take your your rifle and feel like, damn, I was trying to save my country. I was trying to save them from getting in there. Can you imagine a black dude shooting one, shooting some people at that protest? Right, under the jail, under the jail. This motherfucker's the up there crying and shit. Yo, why did you have a gun and think that that shit was cool? Like, and the the judge Judge Schroeder it is says, no better. It says he said that he attained the AR-15 illegally. Because it looked cool. It looked cool. Bad. But they're going to treat him like he's a boy. How old is he? 19, 20? I don't even know. I Motherfucker think, I, looks old enough to oh me. Oh, no. You should be tried as an adult like anybody else would be. And the judge, bro. The judge should be shooting him bail. Listen. So the jury can do so. So don't give me that. That's number one. Number two. This is propensity evidence. I said at the time that I made that and I'll repeat again now for you. I see no similarity between talking about wishing you had your AR gun, which you don't have, so that you could take shot fire rounds at these uh, thought to be shoplifters. Wow. He was getting ready to say the incidents in these cases, which are not. Go back. There's nothing. In I'm not going to play the whole thing on the podcast. The judge was about to say that. That's the motherfucking judge.
thought to be shot shoplifters. He was getting ready to say thugs. But you know what? Like, America cannot surprise me anymore. I cannot be surprised. Yeah, me neither. America. If they can, let this motherfucker go. Did you see the tweet that was like, everybody else in the world looks Damn, this is a nice phone. Yeah, man. 13 Pro Life. Um, did you see the tweet I'm that was this nigga? Did you see the tweet that was like everybody outside of America looks at America like y'all look at Florida? That was the realest tweet. Because when some crazy shit happened in Florida, you'd be like, look, this is That's the Florida. It's Florida. And real ones lived there two years, bro. Two on, years man. real ones lived there. Racism and we was on in the real one. part of Florida, too. Hell yeah. We, was in, we wasn't in Orlando, and we lived in Winter Park, but up the street and the bad side of it, too. <laughs> Like I feel like we was in we was in a gutter ass park. When we looking at we live by. Yeah, when we was in Farview playing, we was in like public. <laughs> when we was in Far <laughs> Farview Circle, we were we had nobody that went to school with us went to that lived there. Maybe nope. hit us and Duck. <laughs> yeah, <that> was, <laughs> <laughs> it was just us and this dude named Duck. Bottom line, remember we me and Terrell came home. It was yellow tape outside of our apartment. We yeah, was like, we what had the to fuck walk is under going that on? Shit. Yeah. They said somebody died out there. A stabbing. And look, what's crazy is, crazy is coming home to that and not telling your mother because you know your black mother will be wearing her tail yep. off up in Maryland. I remember that. We didn't say shit about Don't it. Don't tell ma. We told her when we went home when we later. Came, yep. It was way later. Way late. Woo! Man, that's Florida life. I would never move back. All the bugs. I've had the more, more infestations down there ever. Uh, yeah. Florida niggas. Them palmetto bugs. I've been trying <laughs> to explain them just the other day. People don't can't grasp it. They're so like, so they're like, is it roaches? I'm like, it's a motherfucking big-ass cockroach, but it has fucking wings. Yeah, like, it's you like try a, to hit that motherfucker with Raid, like, that ain't gonna fly at you. It'll fly at you and like, what was that? Raid? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool on that. Um, yeah, and I'm actually... Alcohol, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Only thing. Windex. Uh-huh. Let me tell y'all. Y'all know about putting Pam on fruit flies. They don't know. That's some Florida shit. That's Florida <laughs> shit. <laughs> Or that's real shit, we, period. That's us. That's look, us shit. Look, Florida niggas like, what the hell? <laughs> and y'all know why? When you spray them with Pam, the Pam stick their wings and then they just fall. They then just you just got to sweep them up or, or, or yeah. do your thing. Well, what? I can tell you, if anybody ever... Terrell have, is a bug-ass nigga. If anybody ever have a bug infestation, just DM me because I can tell you how to get rid of everything. Bed bugs, fleas. And you know what's going to be your karma? What? You're going to have a little kid that's into bugs. Oh, I can't do it. You know it. what I'm saying? No. Because you ever think about your, your kids make you face your fears. You never wanted to play, and your kids play, so now it's like, I never played, but damn, now he playing. Now I'm basically back in the same boat, scared. Yeah. <laughs> your son going to be like, I think I want a snake for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want something else. <laughs> yeah, man, fuck that. That's the beauty of having children, though, is that they'll pick up your traits, but they'll be an adverse traits. Yeah, and them fears that you thought you put on the rug, it's your kid that does this. Exactly. <laughs> it's you lift your kid that does that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to I don't really like bees. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you scared as fuck. Look, I'm outside playing tennis with dad the other day doing all of that. Because them joints landing on me. And I'm like, if you have a kid, a bee can come just land on your kid and you'll see he's not nervous at all. Like, Yeah, because the best thing about being a child or new period is that you don't You see, don't know the danger. You don't know danger until, until you're taught it or you see it. Because remember, I saw it, yeah. Terrell get stung first and that scarred me. Because I was like, well, I never want to experience... All that crying and screaming and cackling and all of that shit. He all was right. falling out and wailing all over the ground. <laughs> I said, I don't want to do that I shit. I got stung at a flower shop, too. And it was we a beautiful was a, sight. I said, damn, how can something so crazy be happening with all this beauty around me? I, like, got, I got stung right on the top of my knee. And this, this nigga Terrence ain't telling y'all how we was running through the forest that day. And his ass stepped on a beehive and got stung on the top. What sounds worse? It was hyperventilating. <laughs> 
I got like stung, a I got stung six this times and that was my worst fear. I got stung. This my worst was crying like daddy didn't come home with the milk. <laughs> <laughs> he Look, was crying so bad. I cried so bad. You know why? And my boy Rashad was right there with me holding me like, it's going to be all right, T. Because I got stung too. I was terrified of being. Damn, man. See, that's where sandbox niggas is for... We all adults now, but I never, yeah. you never forget shit this like that. This nigga saw me scared for my life, like crying for real. Like I was dead ass not fucking with bees. I had bad, I had a bad bee background. Terrell saw me. I take off. At, I took off at Kings Dominion from a bee. Fuck yep. it. If I feel cornered, I'm not fighting you. I'm dipping. It. I'm dipping. Yeah. I would. Yeah. That episode of Black Mirror with the bees, I barely made it through that song. <laughs> Barely. That joke was fucked Can up. Can you imagine a bee that's aiming to get in your ear and just go through your brain and fuck it up? And it's metal. You yeah. had to do this and them joints would be like, yeah. Ah, down your get throat. the fuck away from me, nigga. <laughs> you did. Damn. Fuck with, I do not What was that joint called? Was that called? Um, uh, it wasn't Because I got a DJ. It, it was, was it Hated in the Nation? No. Hated in the Nation. You that's sure? it. 100. Yep. Hated in the Nation. Because the thing is, it was one of those things where if people want you to die, the bees will come after you like, all right, bet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was hated in the nation. And honestly, I watched a joint with, I watched a, speaking of Black Mirror, before we get to the NFL picks, just look, warn everybody so they can get ready to leave. <laughs> look, yeah. You know how your teachers say, now, before we get out of here, and then people start packing their book bag on, <laughs> everybody guess, calm down. I guess class is over. Yeah. Close all your shit up. I don't know why everybody packing their stuff out right this down. Y'all don't dismiss, the bell don't dismiss you, I dismiss you. Worst shit. Look, the bell go on. Oh, y'all can go. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would 100% be that teacher though. But, uh, hold on, wait, real quick. What's the, what's the Black Mirror episode with, um, with Shuri from, uh, uh, Letitia Wright. Hold on, wait. I hate when you fucking do this shit. I'm sorry. My if you bad. don't know it, then it's it called just... Black Museum. That was a crazy ass All right, episode. Bet. Fuck you, nigga. We was talking about the bees. Now you want to get onto some shit you got to Google and just to say that the shit was good. I don't know about y'all. This shit is annoying to me. Fuck y'all. And Terrence. Well, no, not fuck, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Not fuck y'all. Never fuck y'all. I'm not. <laughs> Look, the, hated in the nation. His B count going up. <laughs> <laughs> this man B count going up. The bees are like, what he say? <laughs> I fucking Whatever. hate bees because of that sound. If bees didn't make that sound, they would be chill. But that buzzing, I don't fuck with it. Speaking of buzzing, so, oh, you know, never mind. NFL picks. You wasn't gonna talk about the buzz like your joint was. I was you? talking about that. I was to get Kendrick, man. I've been working on this damn breakdown, and I'm gonna just tell y'all it's gonna be the best damn breakdown you've ever seen. I've seen all of the damn breakdowns that are out there. And I'm going to just tell you that your boy, you'll see. But uh, NFL picks. And if somebody, do you remember the first episode I said I was going to break down damn? Terrell. I can't remember it. Please, bro. Please. What? You said NFL picks. All right, do you remember the first episode? It's like, come on, bro. All right, come on, Terrence. Because obviously you want to hurry up and do the nah, NFL picks. No, I'm saying like, if you're going to say Baltimore and Miami. That. If you're gonna say that, let's do that. But stop, stop doing this jumping back and forth shit. This nigga Terrell will say something before we get on this pod, y'all, and then I stick to it. That's all I'm gonna say. NFL pick. Hey, look, shout out to everybody that that sticks around for the NFL picks. Shout out to everybody that kind of dips off. If you like a a, a football fan or a fuck uh, that baseball or whatever. Shout out. We're gonna stop giving people a goodbye and just start saying shout out to the people that stuck around. 
for the NFL pick. Because what if you're a soccer fan? Because you should stay and listen. You what stay. if I don't know anything? We have listeners that you are should. in fucking Argentina, New Zealand, you UK. Stay. They don't watch this bullshit that we watch over here. American football. They think the real football. All right. Y'all playing know. soccer in my backyard. I think I see Messi. We need to start talking about that. I would be lost. <laughs> we need John Denton. <laughs> we are really, I, right about to say, they really start getting pissed off with us. All right, bet. Um, NFL picks. We got first up, Baltimore, Miami. I'm going to go with the Ravens because the Ravens are one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. Simple as that. Yep. Vikings, y'all let me oh, down. Oh, that's Thursday. Mallory Bros, watch. I'm literally getting ready to retweet you right now. Just I literally went five and nine. Trash. Trash, trash. Hey, shout out to some chick named B. She just became a niner. Nine's up. We, we in there. We Why in are there. are you calling her some chick? Her name on Twitter is some chick named B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah. Uh, we go go. I'm gonna go Ravens as well, even though it's at Dolphins. I'm gonna go Ravens because I think two is still hurt. So even either way, either way, Bills and Jets. I would pick Bills, but y'all just went out there and lost to the fucking Jaguars. But I'm gonna say the Bills are gonna win this game. I'm picking the Bills. Uh, you know, you lost nine games last week. How fucking pathetic are you? Let me tell y'all. What's my number? You think, that's many, a, you think that's a good thing? How many games did I lose in week nine? Crazy how the game was in disarray in week nine. Was it not? Week nine was the craziest week of the NFL so far. Uh-huh. Was it not? It was. It was. That's why I said the shit that I be saying, y'all, maybe I'm just the first person to tell y'all something that was really great. Y'all ever thought about that? Damn, it was maybe the craziest week. It's the craziest week of, of the year. And you predicted nine Everybody games. lost, and I lost, and I took nine L's. So, for me, it's not always a victory. It's just that that's, that's the thing about the nine. It's not always a victory. It's just your journey, bro. Your nine is a reminder to keep going. It's not a reminder that you're doing good. It's not a reminder that you're doing bad. The nine is always in front of you so that you know this is a, this is a part of my journey. All right, bet. I'm, I'm still going because that's what I'm on. That's all I'll say. Bills, Jets, I'm going to pick the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Bills. That's honestly very. That's honestly very true. Cowboys fans, what? My bad. It just came back to me. Bust y'all ass. All these motherfucking Cowboys fans that hit me up and was like, "We getting ready to destroy y'all." And I'm not even gonna lie to you. We was down three O linemen. Uh, our entire front four is damp. Is fractured. We had fucking seventh rounder rookies. Getting sacks against that. Jonathan Cooper, two sacks. He got driving center. We did not expect to be in that game at all. We thought Zeke was going to have a huge game. Uh, Pollard was going to have a huge game. Dak was going to throw for 400. We was fucked up. When Sertain went down in the first quarter, we was up. But I was like, we ain't going to last because the fact that we 30 them niggas at home. 30. Y'all 30 them niggas at what home. Were they average 35 points, man? Like my, like my man Unc Shea said. We, y'all who we thought they were. And we had that number since 95. They haven't beat us since 1995. We always find a way. Ain't it real funny how confident he is, y'all? But last week, nigga wasn't so confident. Hmm. Nigga thought that they was going to lose big time. Because every- I had to go and switch my pick and pick the uh, Cowboys. That was one of my only, uh, uh, only Broncos. That was my only Ws. Yeah. But I picked us to lose, and they gave me that spark back. That's so now I'm back. But let's keep it going. Speaking of 
getting ready to get that ass whooped. Buccaneers, Redskins. I mean, Buccaneers, Washington football team. I said Maui Bros watches whole nine watch. <laughs> don't, uh, don't worry, Terrence. You always fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Bucks, I said, Bucks, Redskins. It's I a mean, one o'clock football team. It's a one o'clock game. It's in Washington. The last time we played them, they know what was up with us. They just lost to a Saints team that beat us pretty bad. I'm going to say that the Washington football team, this is where we turn it around. Let me tell you. We're 2-6. and six. Do y'all know that this is not foreign territory for a team that made the playoffs last year? We was 2-6. and six. Came back and won everything. And let me tell y'all, we got five division games to, to end the season. So, it is 100% possible for us to still make something happen. And the Cowboys just lost to the Broncos. Maybe week nine the was... The lowly Broncos, too. The lowly bron- Broncos. And look, maybe week number nine was the paradigm switch that we needed. Maybe week nine was like when Space Jam happened and then all the ghosts came and took the powers out and put all the powers in that ball. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to see what happens in week 10. Because let me tell you, the Cowboys now have to go out against who? The Falcons? Yep. And it's like, okay. Y'all remember what happened. Y'all might the not Falcons get that redemption. are just like the Broncos in a way. A decent team that'll put up points on y'all yep. ass. Cordero Patterson. Y'all should beat them, but... You're right. Yeah. And remember the last time they played the Falcons. Y'all had all that redemption to come back and win. Y'all might not. Y'all better not let them get say, up on y'all like that this time. Better not. Um, I'm going with Washington, though. I'm Washington. picking the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Tom my Brady. heart says Washington, but my real mind is saying Buccaneers, but I, I will never pick against my team. I'm sorry. Never. Nigga can't keep it real. You can't keep it real. Keep it real yourself. I'll suicide. I'll do the job. You decide. Kill yourself. Shout out my nigga Rum Nitty. Just 30 wrecks. And we need to be talking. Is it really an attribute? I mean, is that really a, 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 a thing? I to say this shit all wrong. 30, 30 wrecks. <laughs> is it really that good to? to I mean, yeah. Na- nowadays, <laughs> nowadays, no. <laughs> all right, bet Falcons, Cowboys. Um, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys are gonna lose again to the Falcons. I'm going Falcons. I'm thinking the Cowboys just lost to the Broncos. I would love for the to see the Falcons win. I do think the Cowboys have a better team, but Falcons, let's do it. Turn up. Y'all catching these boys with their pants down, you know? Yeah, man. Damn, I kind of want to. I might pick the Falcons. That's just my sleeper pick, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I'm picking the Cowboys. All right, bet. Saints, and ti- Saints at Titans. Titans. Saints at Titans. Saints, y'all let me down this past week. Hold on, wait. No, y'all didn't. Did the, the Saints, Saints win? Trevor Simeon. The Saints went out there and surprised me, I would say, because I, pick, I picked against them last week. So you know what? Saints against Titans. The Saints went out there and got their ass whooped by the Falcons. That's what it was. They Y'all came did. all the way back, but they ended up losing. I'm going to go with the Titans. Titans. They look good with my man AP, a humanitarian, a former Washington football team member. Never forget he broke his record with yeah. us. Whooped the Rams' ass. And Rams fans, really? Y'all lost to the Titans without Derrick Henry? People keep saying it like they're not still a beast-ass team. Well, you was just saying last week how this man Henry has over 150 carries already. He is that team. He is that team. You're right. I'm going to pick the Titans. No. I'm going to go with the Titans as well. Jaguars, Colts. I think the Jaguars are going to steal a win from the Colts. I like what the Colts are doing. I feel like the Colts are, the Colts are proving that they're better than what people think. I'm going to go with the Colts. The Jaguars won this past week against a good team in the Bills. A great team in the Bills. I don't even know what to think, but I, honestly, looking at that game, Colts versus Jaguars, for some reason, I feel like that's a rivalry. I'm going with the Colts. 
It is a rivalry game. I'm going with the Colts too. Fuck it. I don't trust the Jags, but I love the fact that y'all got a W. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Jags for getting that W against the Bills. Turn up. Hell yeah. We got to put AFC some respect either. on y'all names. Lions, Steelers. Steelers. Fuck that, man. The Steelers looked aight. I'm going to go with the 0-8 Lions. Guess what? Y'all number will add up to Y'all record will add up to a 9, but you won't see a 9 on there. It's going to say 1. It might say 1-9, but this week, it'll be 1-8. Watch. Week 9. That's the ninth game that they playing this 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 For year. For them, because after they buy, and in a, a, a watch this, watch me speak this shit into existence. In a week, I'm sorry, in a in a season full of despair, the ninth game you play is the game you win. Watch me speak and manifest this shit. If y'all don't believe in this shit now, <laughs> and the Steelers, thirty five. <laughs> watch me speak this nine shit into existence now. Lions, enjoy your W. That's all I'll say. It'll be crazy if they win. They're going to win, bro. But they're going to get that ass whooping. That's why I'm picking the Steelers. <laughs> picking the Steelers, man. Now, like, look, hold on, watch. Terrence, 2 and 14. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Browns at Patriots. Browns. With cheating ass Mac Jones. Browns because Nick Chubb was back and it was apparent. I'm picking the Browns. Nick Chubb. Now that they don't have OB Diva. Now that they don't have OB Diva. <laughs> Uh, I'm bigger than Browns, man. Um, and actually, shout out o- o- Odell Beckham. I'm looking to see where he lands. I'm a fan. I'm not, we're not hating on him. I'm a big Odell Beckham. Terrence is a big Odell Beckham fan. I think the nigga's a diva. But that's just me. And I think he's overrated. And you got to see what Bake Show did last week without him. It's real weird, though. You don't like Odell Beckham for other reasons, though. That's not true. I have no other reasons to not like him. I don't not like Odell Beckham. I like Odell Beckham. I just think he's the most overrated nigga of all time. He had that great-ass catch. And he had some good, a, a couple solid seasons, but I think he's a legit. I don't I think, think he, I, he right got. A, I think he's in a prove it space now. Like if you go to Green Bay, oh one hundred, yeah. You know we coming out to Aaron Rodgers. Out of it, not even out of his control, but whether he likes it or not, you're in. A yeah, the whole space. I want to play in a winning culture. Like all right, so you can't. You're not going to go to the, the Falcons. Like or the you're Browns not going to go to the four and a very big contender, in my opinion. Like what more of a contender do you need? The Browns are good. He wants to go and play for one of these super teams, basically. basically. He wants to go to the Rams or the Ravens. Uh, you can, a lot of people put, put up that clip with him and Lamar. That'd be dope if he went to the Ravens. Yeah. But, hey, look. We'll see. But I don't know. But um, I think he needs to go somewhere where he can actually put his footprint down for real and not just play a second, not even a second fiddle. But, like, I thought, I thought Cleveland would be perfect. I mean, you, you was could first be the guy. in New York. You was, you was second, I guess, to what, Jarvis? But that's my thing. I'm like, Jarvis Landry and you, y'all being college buddies, I thought that was going to work out. But I don't know. There's also a lot of good talent in And it's the thing. The Browns was beast Cleveland. last year. There's good talent in Cleveland that he has to go up against. And Joku is a, is a, is a great uh, tight end. Yeah. What's the dude's name? Do they, do they still have Higgins? They still have, like, legit receivers they on their team squad. that's been on the squad for a minute. So, like, oh, they got to do Peoples-Jones now. Bro, I'm telling you. So, like, maybe he can go somewhere... He doesn't want to do this. It, he just didn't fit in that system. The go Browns to, did better without him. Look, so you're going to go to the Packers and then play beside Adams. That's not going to work. You're they still gonna, got Randall Cobb? Yes, and Randall Cobb is a dog for the Packers now. He's a dog. Yeah. So you're going to go play b- beside them? Nah, I don't see that. Look, he wants to go to the Chiefs. So Nicole Hartman. Go to New Orleans. Tariq Hill. 
all them people, and then Kelsey now, and you, and now we're adding Odell to an already stout. Nah, mm-hmm. why not go and make another team a contender? Like, what happened to that? He don't. He, he didn't want to do that. I would like to see him on the. Steel. I would love to see him go to a team that's not that good. But now that I'm here, y'all are a contender. I would love to see that. Like, who's a team that needs receivers, but they have a great quarterback? Needs, but I, would, I look the, the Raiders. The Raiders just picked up Deshaun. Just Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson is washed. Sorry, he's not Odell. Odell is not Deshaun Jackson. No, Deshaun Jackson had his hay. Yeah, uh, the Saints don't have a great quarterback right now, but they definitely need a receiver. They lost Kangar Mike. They and need a receiver. And where he comes, and back? he's from New Orleans, right? Who? OBJ. He went to LSU. LSU. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope to go back to New Orleans. I don't know if he's from there, but he played in New Orleans in LSU. That'd be dope to go back there. I don't know. Or the fucking Panthers. We'll see where OBJ ends up. Yeah. Uh, but I'm picking the Browns against the Patriots, man. I'm five and Browns four at five and four. It's a dope game. Vikings at Chargers. Please, Vikings. Please. Vikings, I'm picking Chargers. Every time I pick y'all, y'all let me down. Y'all had the Ravens beat. Y'all were morally fucked this week. So guess what? I Chargers. am picking the Chargers. Fuck Purple Chargers. people eaters, y'all let me down. We need the Vikings to win because if the Chargers lose and we get a dub... Uh, we'll take the division if the Chiefs lose. All right, bet. Cardinals, Panthers. Cards, come on now. I'm going with the Cardinals. They're going to put up too many points. Kyle Murray's back from COVID, whatever. Because you know he didn't play last week. Yeah, he should be back next week. Either way, them niggas went out there with Colt McCoy and was going crazy. Because I was trying to tell y'all that Colt McCoy has been a baller. Did you see Dustin, Haw- Dustin Hopkins make the game-winning field goal for, for the Steelers or for somebody? We were talking about <laughs> We were talking about being a Washington fan so hard, bro. It's so hard. That's how it always happens. I'm picking Cardinals. Cardinals. Eagles, Broncos. We five and four. These bitch ass niggas are three and six. Broncos, come on and do your job. Come on, dawg. And y'all coming to the country. Let me just tell you. You're never gonna be able to shut us up now. We just dog the Cowboys. And if we beat the Eagles, first of all, the Cowboys are one of the best teams in the league. Y'all said he was going to the Super Bowl. No, I'm not. A couple weeks saying, ago, we were saying that they was the best team in the league. I hope for one second you're not sleeping on this Eagles football team. They are coming to the country. They've put up 40 points more than once this year. On the Lions. Right, on teams that are trash, and y'all are one of them. We're five and four. Terrell, y'all not really a good team. Are we bro. really trash? We be the Cowboys. Look, you see how y'all niggas think say, now? Everybody was you saying what? They were saying, look. He wasn't even picking his team a week ago. He wasn't even picking his team a week ago. Now he's saying, we're a good football team. Listen, crazy. we did not think we could beat the... Hey, look. What was the <laughs> argument y'all made about my Broncos? They didn't beat nobody. Look, Jags, Jets, and Giants. Then look, you beat the Washington football team. Well, guess what? We didn't beat a Super Bowl contender. So what? Five games. So guess what? Eagles fans. My boy, Shout out to my boy, Chris. Shout out to my boy, David. But guess what? Put the money up. Let's go. Put the money up. I'm not betting. And fuck this up. But I think my Broncos are gonna get this W. And if we get this W and the Chargers lose and the Chiefs fuck up something how somehow, I don't know if they play this week. They do. Um, we can take the division. We have game back from own from a home playoff game. Come on now. Shout out Chargers. I said Chargers. Shout out uh Broncos. I want to see y'all go out there and beat the Eagles because we need it. We don't need these teams to win any any games out also, there. Also, Broncos but Eagles fans, y'all have my respect. This is a very trash team. So honestly, if y'all lose. There's not nothing to be proud of 
winning isn't something to be proud of either. So, also Broncos, if we beat the well, e- if we beat the Eagles, it'll finish a clean sweep of the NFC East. We would have beat every team in that division for the first time in ten years. Beat the Redskins' ass. All right, Terrell. Beat the Giants we ass. get it. Beat the Cowboys' ass. We get it, bro. About to beat the Eagles' ass. Cause y'all for real are trash, and you're not a real fan. This bitch ass nigga picked another team against this team. Now he wants to act like I'm a realist. Packers, Seahawks. Papa Russ got that nail out of his, his, his finger. Is he coming back? Yes, he he activates this week. Packers, cause so does uh A Rod. I'm picking Papa Russ. I'm going with the Packers and the Seahawks. I'm going with the Packers. The Packers are the best team in the league now for sure. Did you see they only fined Aaron Rodgers like 14 grand and that's it? I didn't think no he, was, he didn't do anything wrong for real. You can't. This you, motherfucker lied. It was around people with no mask. It's one thing to lie. All right. But it's another thing. These in COVID times, you can't really. They find Jerry Judy more than that for the look. Come on, Terrell. Let's get to the NFL picks and not the. Fuck you, Terrence. Headline shit. I'm picking the Packers. No, I'm picking the Seahawks in an upset. Papa Russ first game back. I think we'll see the real Seahawks team that we were supposed to see. Packers, I love their defense. Don't know why. I'm going with the Packers. I mean, their offense speaks for itself, but I fuck, I fuck with the Packers defense. All right, we got Chiefs Raiders. That's gonna be a good ass Chiefs, game. Chiefs Raiders Sunday night. That's gonna be a good ass wow. game. Uh I'm gonna go with Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs are a team. Wow. I hate both of these motherfuckers. I'm gonna go Chiefs. That's gonna be a great ass game. But I'm going. But I'm going with the the Madden uh, cover king himself. Two covers already in such a young career. Pat Mahomes. Let's get it. This nigga's mad because Vaughn's never graced a cover, and he doesn't even play for y'all team, and he still has the stick. What does Vaughn have to do? This with Nigga's it? sad. He's a Super Bowl MVP. So does uh, Mahomes. Let's let's have, let's talk about something else. Because I'm I picking the Raiders. Bitch ass nigga. I hate Mahomes and his brother. I don't like his brother either. I want to. We forgot about that shit he did in Washington. I want to fight his brother. Don't do that. I want to fight, fight Jackson Mahomes. Set it up. Yeah, all right. Set it up. Uh, what's that? Triller. <laughs> what if you uh, want to fight you? Then I gotta get involved. And we will both beat both their ass. Him and Mahomes. Nah, Terrell. See, we not doing that at all. One, I'm not even gonna bring that energy in my life. I don't want to fight anybody right now. Who feels like doing that? You want to fight until a nigga start dinging your ass up, and then you're like, why am I even living this life? At least <laughs> that put you in it. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas start hitting that your that ass for real. You, you like, what was I asking for? <laughs> and I'm not in any shape. Look. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Weezing like shit. Weezing like shit. <laughs> I got him the first this day. This way more intense than living weights. <laughs> this ain't like fighting. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Raiders, man. Um, even though I fucking hate both these teams. Chiefs. All right, Monday night, we got Rams, San Francisco 49ers. Unless y'all wanted to hear Terrell say how he can't stand both these teams again. <laughs> unless, unless y'all wanted to hear him say I that again. I hope everybody just says how Unless how, y'all wanted to hear him say that again because for real, for real. I hope just, everybody says how annoying you are. Terrell, because for real, for real, let me run the NFL picks because I could at least get through it. And if you wanted to talk talk about shit, we could. But, like, you do this. Yeah, so I'm a, I don't like the Raiders. I think I'm going to pick the Raiders. <laughs> Look. All right, next game. <laughs> LA Rams at 49ers. It's going to be a Rams win. It's going to be Von Miller's first game watching, so I will 100% uh, 
be in front of that TV watching that because I want to see. I was excited to see him play this week, but they ruled him out. Um, Rams, y'all went out there and lost to a Derrick Henry that didn't have. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> they don't even call the Titans Titans no more, y'all. They just call him the <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> y'all went out there and lost to Derrick Henry and them boys. <laughs> y'all went out there and lost to Derrick Henry and them boys, and Derrick Henry wasn't even there. Cause the boys were still oh, there. Wait, let's watch. Let's watch this. 49ers. This is where we turn your season around right here. This Are is where we go me? out here and do it. 49ers at home in front of the world on Monday night. And I'm Kittle. looking forward to y'all taking this game from and the look, And Kittle's back. I mean, I'm sorry, from the Rams. And Kittle's back? Oh. Kittle was back last week, but he's like back, back this week. Yeah. This is where we turn up in front of the world. That's where the 49ers turn up. I'm still picking Rams. Pick Rams. because who, who, who really likes to do who picks safe? Who likes to do who picks safe? Fuck that. All right, y'all. Those are the NFL picks. Um, leave your thoughts and stuff in the comments. And, oh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Even though y'all probably have already seen this, this is actually going to be the first uh, podcast that actually goes on YouTube. Now, believe it or not, we post our podcast primarily on, or at least the visual podcast. We post our visual podcast primarily on Patreon for people. Um, and shout out to the Niners that tune in every week and watch it every time. But just a little honesty hour for y'all. We don't get a lot of play on them joints. On the visual podcast. On the visual podcast. The audio does well. But. The audio does well, but the visuals don't necessarily do the same. And I felt like Niners, y'all can probably agree. We want to see this team get bigger. We want to see more people supporting the podcast and more people enjoying the podcast because we see what it does for y'all. So... We decided to put the visual podcast out on Friday with the regular podcast every week um, so that more people can see it. You can share it with your friends. You can sit down and watch it. It gives people another vessel to watch it. Yep. Hopefully, it'll grow this thing and, and take us to the next level. So, hey, look. For sure. For the hey, people look. that might be watching this for the first time, welcome. Like I know, right? Our first podcast. If you're still on, here, on you might as well support. And this is the thing about being a Patreon, man. When things go away, other things have to come in its place. And right. so, like, what you saw with us doing the Heart of They Fall uh, episode, we're going to have a lot more film talk, a lot more just just content for um, the Patreon. Yeah, and more of an us-based, yeah, we're not looking content at... Content on there. The, the, the visual podcast is great, but we feel like that needs to go on YouTube and live on YouTube so more people can see it, and we can get to the real nitty-gritty content. Of the exclusivity for, uh, for, for Patreon. Sure. So make sure you stay yeah. stay nounded up, gang, because there's a whole lot coming. Yeah. And it's still, I don't know if y'all know, but it's still a whole lot of stuff that's on Patreon that's not on um, that's not on YouTube. Like, it may not do, make it to YouTube. Yeah, those Travis Scott tracks, not mm. the climate to put out a, but they live on there. The J. Cole offseason, it, it was a lot. But um, but yeah, um, so damn, that's all I had. All right, that's all good. And we right back. I don't know why it's not playing. I don't know what's going on. That's because you got that 11 Pro. I don't this know why it's two generations playing. behind. <laughs> Clearly hitting the button. Shit's not playing. This fuck shit. There we go. There we go. Next week, episode 75. We turning up. Let's get it. Yes, sir. Mally Rose podcast each and every Friday. Y'all enjoy y'all Friday. We got it. Thank <laughs> you.